Hey, this is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram. Also co-host of DC Figures and Collectibles podcast. And a lot of times people ask me, where do I get my figures or what method do I prefer to go about getting my action figures? And I tell them the best, easiest way that I know of is going through BigBadToyStore.com. They usually have all the newest things in stock. They have things that you can pre-order ahead of time so you don't miss out on the opportunity of having them. They also have figures from years ago that usually tend to be at a good price and figures that are hard to find that you may need for your collection. So if you need to get a figure of any kind, any brand, then I would check BigBadToyStore.com. BigBadToyStore.com. Go check them out today. Hello and welcome to another episode of DC Figures and Collectibles. I'm your host, Mr. J. As always by my co-host, all the way from Stoke-on-Trent, England, it's Scotty P. <laughs> Scotty. Good, evening, Mr. Good evening, Mr. J. <laughs> um, <laughs> how are you? How are you? I'm doing swell. Okay. I'm glad. I found... What? <laughs> Oh, that start caught me off guard a little bit. No, I'm doing oh, great. Good. Thank you. Yeah. How are you? How are you doing? I'm doing great. I'm glad that uh, we're back. We get to record and we have a we lot do. of info to talk about. A great episode to review. You landed a big guest we've been after for the last month or so. Yeah, we've been, we've been literally after um, this guy ever since he came back on, I feel like. Um, <laughs> ever since he came on the show for the first time. So, uh yeah, it's a little Easter egg of what's to come, and it's, he is a cool guy, and you're going to really enjoy what uh, oh, yes. he's called. He's the, the, the connoisseur of collecting, I feel like. He's got every figure that uh, exists, and some that don't. Some that even the people that made them forgot they created. Yes. He's also one of the most annoying guys on Instagram, because he's cost me a lot of money over the, <laughs> uh, over the past 18 months. So, yes, big thank you for that. <laughs> Well, we have a lot to catch up on, a lot to talk about. Yes. And uh, first, right off the bat, I'd like to uh, say that you had another outstanding past weekend theme, even though you had to do it solo. Yes. You absolutely killed it. <laughs> oh, thank you. That's too kind. Now, uh, how, did you, how did you feel that the weekend theme went? Did you enjoy the, the variety? Uh, well, I certainly enjoyed the challenge and... Um... Yeah, there was some tough, um, some really tough sort of um, ideas that came up from people. So last week was kind of easier to shoot things because I had clear ideas of what each photo was going to look like. But this one was a little bit more tricky. So um, first one was Return of the Joker. Uh, sorry, no, first one was not Return of the Joker. First one was the... Um, Mr. Pig, Professor right? Pig. Yes, Professor Pig, the perfect crime was requested so i was like oh, okay interesting not done many professor pig shots and didn't feature him in the uh arkham knight theme so it's like yes this is perfect so that went straight in and um yeah had to use extreme sets because extreme sets just kill it and it looks so like the arkham streets 
Yeah, and especially for Markham Knight. I was wondering how you were going to attack it, and you, like we predicted, you didn't let us down. It looks brilliant. That's, that's very kind of you. Thank you. Yeah, it, it was a tricky one, but um, I like my, trying to do different things. My favorite part is that he, you have Batman uh, taking Professor Pig toward the back of the Batmobile, which we all know. Not only is it a cool Batmobile that is rare that we love when you photograph, but that's where he stores them. So it's like, this is just brilliant. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll, the Batmobile is so awesome. And I know it's a, a controversial one with people, but I love the Batmobile part of Arkham Knight. So definitely wanted to fit that into the picture. Uh, and like you say, that's where he takes all his, um, his rogues gallery when he goes to ship them back to GCPD. <laughs> so definitely had to include that in there. Um, Definitely, yeah, because it, it, it's such a cool one. And Triforce killed it with that Batmobile. And um, I don't know why they cancelled it. I don't guess they had QC issues with some things, but it's just such a cool thing. But I don't think people care about that. Just this statue is just so absolutely, it's so absolutely beautiful. Amazing piece. Yeah, I also like that you were able to get all of Professor Pig in the photos that you could see he's wearing Crocs even. <laughs> Yeah, his stupid shoes that make him impossible to stand up most now, of the time. The, the next one you did is uh, one that uh, you pull a new trick out, I feel like. new trick up the scene. <laughs> and it is a Batman Beyond Return of the Joker uh, homage to the cover. And you, you uh, tell us what you did. How'd you do this? Oh, I was blown away by that reaction. So a huge thank you to to everybody. And yeah, over a thousand likes, and it got shared on a, on a page, right? Um, yeah, articulated comic book art shared it, which I was. Just and that's a big photo, big photo like, oh, community. I couldn't believe it when I saw it. I, it shocked me a little bit. I was like, "What the hell is going on here?" But yeah, <laughs> that, that was really kind of them, and. Yeah, big thanks to them. And um, yeah, it was a, a bit of a different picture, of course, but something I wanted to try and do because um, somebody suggested Return of the Joker. I was like, I, I don't care how hard this is going to be. It's got to be done because Return of the Joker is just freaking brilliant. And uh, so I recently got some lenses, um, which I mentioned a few episodes back, and I've been playing around with them a bit. I used the lens for my new profile picture on Batman. And I don't I wanted to try and have a go of it again. So I got a close-up picture of Joker's head sculpt. I had to blue tack it onto a stick, uh, <laughs> attach it to the computer screen, and then do the picture of like a, a purple beyond sky a screenshot from the show. Um, got a close-up picture of that. Then, then uploaded that to my computer and then used that as a digital background for um, to, well, to Stan Terry in front of it. So that's where I got that from. And then put like a, as I was taking the Joker picture, I put like a green light on it, so it give you that green effects. That is genius. That's it. See, it's all natural things because I didn't. I try not to use Photoshop where I can, but um, yeah. I think that's absolutely brilliant way because I was, I was automatically thinking, oh, Scott learned Photoshop. That's <laughs> uh, no, that that is super kind because it, it 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 was hard to kind of do. I wanted to make sure I got as accurate as I could. Um, but yeah, well, I think the uh, I think the reaction by everyone proves that you did, and I think that is just such a cool way that you uh, you were able. I think that's the cool. Like, if you don't know something, you stuck to it, and you found a way around 
and you still made a great photo. <laughs> Thank you. That was really Brilliant. kind of you. Yeah. Um, it was good fun doing that one. I like doing something a bit alternate every now and then because it can get a bit boring sometimes. So it's good fun to to mix it up and do something like that. And um, yeah, just blown away by people's reactions. So thank you to everyone. Really kind. Yeah. And then uh, we have, we have word that Lewis is uh, coming back into town. He is. Yes, he is. He's going to be back mid this week, I believe. Um, So yeah, I'll be back for the the weekend theme coming up, which is going to be um, an outdoors theme. Outdoors, yeah, which is plenty of ideas. You've been doing a lot of outdoor shots lately, so that's cool. Definitely, yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, it's good fun doing some outdoor pictures for a change. You've been doing quite a few outdoor ones lately as well, I feel like. So yeah, it's good to mix it up, and yeah, definitely really cool to. It's nice for us. Yeah. Outside. <laughs> yeah, it, it's so typical because I'm off tomorrow and I'm going to go out and do some pictures and it bloody raining the day before so it's going to be horrible oh i'm sure you can find a way to make something work yeah i'm definitely going to go out anyway i don't care if it's raining but (laughs) uh yeah because you've been doing some outdoor stuff too right with with recent pictures good fun this time of year yes but uh what the would you have any uh teasers that you're thinking about already um okay well recently i picked up um the CW Supergirl figure, DC collectible one. So, I uh, want to do some pictures of her. I got Man- Martian Manhunter from Forbidden Planet for only five pounds. Absolute bargain. The multiverse version. Um, I did get that actually. Yes, I did get that. I got that from Big Bad Toy Store with Supergirl because they were just really cheap. So, and you so you get um, the, you get the effect. Yes, so you get the <laughs> the uh, the dream machine that Mongol has. And, you yes. Know, DCAU, so definitely going to be doing that picture. But um, yeah, so I got that, and then also the the DC collectibles Martian Manhunter, just because he was really cheap in Finland, the planet. It was only five pounds, so I decided to pick that up as well. But um, yeah, so definitely going to do a picture of some CW characters for a change, because the even though the show might not be my favourite, it's, it's definitely got cool figures from it. So want to do that, and then. There'll be all the all the stuff in there that you can expect, and a few you can't. <laughs> and you well, speaking of new figures, you also got a new uh, Batman that you posted recently, and yes, from the a Green Lantern cord. What? How did you get that? And when did you? Oh, get yeah. So I got that shortly after I got the Superman um, figure from the same guy on eBay. So big thanks ah, to him. Okay. Um, I, it's a freaking brilliant figure and been after that for a long time, long, long time. We're talking like nearly a year, but it, it just never, ever comes up on eBay, ever. And then this one pops up randomly and I was like, I can't send that down. I've been waiting too long to get this figure because he's so damn cool. Um, he's got an absolutely outstanding cape. The Green Lantern effect on his chest is brilliant. Detail is amazing. <laughs> and he, um... he's definitely one of my favourite Batman figures now. He's so, so good. I love his expression too. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't look pleased, does he, on his expression? No. He's, uh, doesn't look too happy. Not in the slightest. And then <laughs> you also happen to get uh, another new a DC collectible figure that was in a San Diego Comic Con exclusive, the Mikey Batman. <laughs> uh, yeah, the, the Comic Con exclusive that is literally everywhere at the moment. 
Yeah, which makes, me, makes me laugh. Um, <laughs> no, he is. So I can definitely see why you loved him and uh, took a lot of inspiration from your pictures of him because he's he's so cool. Now, what it, what are your thoughts overall? Because there are going to be people that want to know what these figures are like because to get the two packs coming up, it's going to be quite pricey. I think around two hundred fifty American dollars. Yes. So people are going to want to know, is it worth it? So let's hear from you what you think about this figure. Um, I, honestly, I absolutely love him. He fits into the DCAU style perfectly. Even if you just want to pick up this one figure, um, he definitely fits in with them. Because I, I did a picture with Gordon and Montoya. You've done pictures with Batman, scene, and, and even the Batmobile, which is a really brilliant picture. <laughs> um, he, he is just so cool. And, and I love the head sculpt, brilliant. The uh, articulation's good. Although those knees definitely have to use a hairdryer on them or something. Yeah, so they're kind of scary. Knees. They are very scary. I tried to move one. Of that. I could only move it like one peg, one sort of, um, yeah, I guess, I guess one, um, sort one, of move joint. It, one joint. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah, I could only move it by one. So that was annoying. But um, in terms of arms, hands, interchangeable, everything like that, it's obviously fine. But he is so cool. I love his cape as well. It just looks I was too just big about for to him. ask that. <laughs> yeah, the, the cape, the, I love that they've, like made it that it's too big for him and stuff and I think that's just genius from them uh, yeah so cool and, and I love the colour as well it's just a beautiful colour fantastic figure uh, an absolute must definitely I, I've just seen a lot of people finally getting it too so I think uh, that people are going to be happy with it I'm glad that you like it yes definitely no, I definitely do and I'm, it's a fantastic figure Um Really, really glad that uh, stuck out and waited for him because he's so cool. Now, the big, uh, the big new item that you got that we want to really talk about because we've been waiting for it for a while. We've been talking about it. We've seen pics, and it is the new, the newest offering from DC Collectibles, the animated yes. series line, and it is Batman and the Bat Cycle. What do you think of this? Oh, it's so good, isn't it? And um, I think it's probably, well, aside from the DC collectibles, Justice League Batman, I think this Batman is my second favourite figure they've released. Um, the articulation's amazing, and he's got such cool, such a cool cape. The cape is amazing. <laughs> the cape is just an absolutely amazing piece. And that, that picture you did recently of it, where he's sort of walking like an overhead view. Um, demonstrates the cape absolutely perfectly of what sort of articulation you can get on him and yeah it looks fantastic uh, I love the the, the colour that they've given him now it's a slightly lighter grey, it's probably too light really but it looks great <laughs> in figure form um, and the fact that you can swap the head out is just perfect thank goodness yeah absolutely thank goodness because it's been something that DC collectors have been known for but companies like Mezco always make their figures interchangeable heads and Mafex usually are the same. So um, it's fantastic that DC Collectibles have allowed that and I think they've done it on purpose so that you can use this new body. And yeah, it's fantastic. And the, the head sculpts he comes with, awesome. Love the sort of gritty teeth head sculpt. That's just phenomenal. Um, detail on that is fantastic. That head reminds me of the Batman v Superman head yeah it really looks like the the armored head from that um 
but yeah, he's not standing figure, isn't he? Really is. I can see why you loved him. Oh yeah. And what do you think overall the bat pod or the bat cycle? Uh, bat cycle's very good. Very, very good. Um perfect size, perfect scale, the lights are amazing, the detail and the dashboard's amazing. Didn't have to put Got batteries good. in it. It didn't have to put batteries in it, yeah. They just pull the tab <laughs> out and you're straight there. Um, the diorama it comes with is okay. It's nothing special, but it, it's okay. Um, sure, we'll find use for it. Yes, absolutely, yeah, definitely. And it, it yeah, it's pretty cool. I, all round, probably a nine out of ten, I'd say. Nice, nice. Um, well, you, I'm really glad you I, I'm, I'm completely with you. Uh, I mean, outside of, again, like, the Justice League Batman and how cool that looks and how just it's perfect looking for the show. I think this is right up there with one of their best Batmans they've released in the animated universe. Uh, I love, I mean, it's cool that they've released the other Batmans before and they look better kind of in pictures because sometimes the ab crunch can look awkward depending on the photo and depending on the angle and stuff. But I think that it's awesome. They give people the option of having that if they want it. Yes, definitely. The double knee joints are awesome. Uh, like you said, that the fact that you can switch out the heads and put normal head back on it makes it uh, gives it a lot more playability and makes it worth the money as well. Mm-hmm. The cape, uh, you could just add so much life to a photo and just give so much illusion to movement just in the way the, the cape's blowing. Like uh, with your photo that you did, the way it looks, it just looks really nice. <laughs> It just adds so much more. And if you had like a regular cape just sitting there, it just would be like, eh. Yeah. Don't have to put blue sack on him to get a cape to move around anymore, which is which is fantastic. It's deeply annoying not to have to do that. But um, yeah, it is fantastic. And the cape is obviously going to be the best bit of it. I think I have a feeling you may agree on that because the cape's just so cool. But the bat cycle itself is brilliant. And um, I don't think... It was too overpriced, unlike most of the stuff they've been doing lately, which is great. Yeah, if I had one complaint, it would be that uh, I wish that the cape was a little wider or had a way of like coming around the shoulder, or maybe they included yes. a separate cape because they did kind of jip us on the expression pack with the spread out cape. Yeah. So maybe they could have. Uh, done something to like give you just a little bit more spread so you could do it more spread out but overall i'm just glad that they even thought that it does feel like a very thick material like it's not going to just wear away and get broken fast and the wires are solid so i guess we can't beat beggars <laughs> yeah no that's quite right um I, it would be amazing if they did a, a cape i'm surprised no one's done like a, a custom one of it yet um for you see all these custom capes around for all the Mezco and um, the Batman 89, the Mafex figures, but you don't see anything for like these animated DC collectible ones, which is um, pretty surprising to be honest. I, I, I thought that they, they would, yeah. I don't, it's, I think we're just happy that they've released anything from that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, true, true. But it does make me really uh, look forward to the new releases. It feels like it's going to be forever since until we get another new figure from them. So enjoy this while we can. (laughs) Yeah, forever and possibly never. Who knows? It's uh, true. Yeah, never know with it. It, No, DC Collectibles very sort of 
spontaneous. Um, spontaneous or just do nothing. There's no in between with DC collectibles, either in or out. You never know what's going to happen with them. But yeah, Bat Cycle's phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. And so happy with how cool it looks. And um, the pictures that you've been doing have been amazing of it as well. And it's fantastic. Well, that's, that's the thing is uh, when they release new figures and stuff from things that we love, it just, it really spikes up that, uh, that, uh, that desire and that, uh, that want to do pictures and stuff. And like yeah. it's yeah. fun when pe- there's new stuff like this to see people's creativity and see people get pumped over something. So it's, it's kind of, I, I just feel like it's going to be so long since the next figure. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be a long time. We're looking at May, aren't we, next year, which is mad. Yeah, and even with the multiverse, like we feel like we're not going to see anything till January. That's going to be a, a decent amount of time. It is, yeah. That's going to feel like a long time. But um, I feel like that would definitely be worth the wait. I can't wait to see what McFarland do. Really yeah. excited. But, uh, Thankfully, talking... they gave us a lot of great figures to kill our time with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, t- talking of multiverse, actually, you did a really clever multiverse shot. Uh, Yesterday, um, of, of your Uncle Bingo, yeah, Uncle Bingo, yeah, yes, absolutely fantastic shot. I'm glad you like it. Every time I do an 89 picture, I'm like, man, I hope Scott likes this because I know it's your, one of your favorite oh, jokes. Love, love the 89 pictures that you do, but you did two that day actually because you got the Alfred in there as well, which is brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, because well, it's it's one of those things, I and this happens to me a lot. So I'm doing one photo, I usually get an idea to do another and i was just like looking mm. at it, I was like you know what i could just swap joker's head i was like okay, <laughs> do it so i'm glad you like it i had to yeah. do a little photoshop with his with his uh posy but that was about it <laughs> I, I can't even tell to be honest that's photoshop oh, that's, with, that's awesome yeah that's good that's my <laughs> thankfully i was hoping it wouldn't stand out oh that's fantastic no i love, love that and Actually, talking of Photoshop, the, the best picture I've seen you do recently is that Etrigan picture you did today. Oh, man, that is awesome. You like that? Okay, good. I, was, oh, I actually uh, love that. Yeah, and I was hope, I was like, should I save this for episodes? Like, no, I just did that episode, and I just found this accessory from at Michael's, and it was like half off. It was like a dollar, so I was like, I got to find a way to use it. Oh, so it's I figured, fantastic like, use. That three pack lent itself well for that, and I'm glad you like it. It was a fun one to do, and I always, yeah. I feel I still feel like one of the coolest figures out of this whole line is Etrigan. Etrigan's amazing, isn't he? He's so freaking huge. He's he's got a cool head sculpt too. Yeah, just like a simple, beautiful design, just captures the essence, the Jack Kirbyness. Yeah, it's yeah, characters that don't get figures a lot. Yeah, I, I, Etrigan is a rare figure, actually. It's a good, good point. He's um. He's so cool. His head sculpt's amazing, and uh, yeah, definitely one of one of the cool characters. He's also in Justice League. Yeah, I mean, he was used as a, a really cool um, sort of how do I put it? Like a three part story with um, so you got Etrigan coming into it, and then you've got Clarion uh, Clarion in that episode as well, and then you get into Justice League and. It works all the way all the way into JLU when Etrigan and Morgan Le Fay are, uh, are in that episode with uh, the Justice Babies. So it, <laughs> it kind of works all the way through, which is a great, a clever way to sort of link the universe as well. 
uh, man, you are like a you are like a Justice League Wikipedia. <laughs> I wish you are the what, man. Watch too many episodes. Yeah, well, I, thankfully my DC Universe app is working, and I could cast it to my TV, so I'm going to be catching up. I watched the first episode today. Yeah, I will be catching back up on Justice League. And they also recently added restored new version of uh, the new Batman Adventures. So those are all on there. That's exciting. Yes. I mean, wonder why they were so uh, mean to that season and not putting uploading it. I, I, I don't understand. It's, it's very strange <laughs> that they abandoned that series for no reason. It's a great series, New Adventures. Yeah, long overdue. And actually, talking of New Adventures, you finished your run of New Adventures recently, uh, in the last few days, wasn't it? Yes, I finally finished it, and it was a good run. I feel like I got a lot of new pictures in there. There was a lot of new pictures in there, yeah, which is fantastic. Um, which thankfully is because we got a lot of new figures that that actually were perfect for each episode, finally. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like an obvious thing to say, but I think this run you've had has definitely been the most complete. Um, not, only, not only in terms of figures, but in terms of the building around those figures as well. I mean, it's easy to just get a new figure, take a picture of it and say, oh, there it is. But it's about, <laughs> it's it's kind of like concentrating on the details around the figure as well. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm glad that people even notice or care. <laughs> no, definitely. That's a lot of fun to do. Did, did you change the order for the last few episodes, this one? I did. I switched it up. The, the whole last season, I kind of just switched it up and i wanted the last episode because i kind of it's always the judge and i don't feel like that's just like a good fitting one to end on i feel like the one that most people remember is mad love yeah mad love is just well it's it's kind of iconic really isn't it oh yeah Um, i mean in terms of batman anime series episodes i'm sure most people will like know that that mainstream or at least because yeah. of a Suicide Squad and all that. Yeah, but we say Mad Love and Over the Edge are, are two of the most iconic episodes you can get, and both from the new adventures as well. They're, they tend to be two of the most popular anyway. Um, yeah. Old Wounds is up there too, and uh, of course Critters. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to put Critters Crit. up there. Yeah. <laughs> it's an oh, absolutely brilliant episode in every way. <laughs> that was a good one. Ah, uh, critters, my favorite. No, but it's uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of glad it's over because I want to concentrate on taking the pictures of uh, figures that have get get kind of slighted in all of this. Yes. Finally, get my money's worth on some other figures, but <laughs> maybe at most I'll take like a month off before I just start up again because the bat, the yeah. bat cycle just makes it so tempting. Yes. <laughs> yeah. No. Oh, yeah. Take take a bit of time out to express some other um, pictures, which you've definitely been doing since then. So that's awesome. I've got a lot of Captain Marvel figures. Oh God. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't have to worry about that. But uh, yeah. So in terms of uh, photography, I mean, pretty with this all these new figures coming out recently it's been pretty easily easy to stay motivated and yeah wanting to take photos and stay hyped especially uh with this, all the dc stuff mm. 
but we do know that uh, it does sometimes get very hard to get motivated or even get the energy or even think like, what's the point? Yeah. So like, you know what, I'm going to build up a scene. I'm going to get the lighting correct. I'm going to take a photo. I'm going to go through the process of writing something and doing all the hashtags and tagging on the photo. and then <laughs> Hoping that I could post this and people enjoy it and not like you did this wrong or well, that's not the correct timeline or that's not in the continuity or and then worry about that. So yes, I feel like uh, there's been a few, uh, a few Instagram profiles, and of course I'd never name names, but that I've seen that just maybe aren't posting as much as they used to. And I, I'm hoping that's not because of motivation. Maybe it's just busy, but uh, what do you, what's your take on all that? What's your take on it? Yeah, there has been quite a few sort of, um, not necessarily inactive, but less active people out there lately. But then I suppose you could also say that, oh, that could be the algorithm or something, or um, that we're just not seeing these posts or as many posts which is even more frustrating than people giving up I'd say really um, but yeah I, I, it is difficult and a lot of people um, a lot of people do seem to be going a little bit quieter lately um, maybe it's just the time of year you know after Comic-Con everyone's got all the hype for their toys and it'll go quiet for a little bit but um, who knows? Yeah, it, it, it's hard to say, I guess. But the motivation is um, potentially the single hardest thing you ever have to keep with, with a hobby like this because without motivation, you won't, you literally will not be able to do anything at all. What do you do to stay motivated? Um, you just like fight through it, or like what do you do? Truthfully, I don't really do anything to, to stay motivated, to be honest. It just comes to me. Um, I think that's the thing. If you have to motivate yourself to do it, that's kind of like a false thing. And it it doesn't really, you know, it's more like a, a, a chore than like, it, so to, to me, motivating myself to go to work to every day, every day, that's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's more of a, a sort of a thing. But motivating yourself to do a hobby, that's not as... Is it really a hobby, then, if you have to motivate yourself to do it, if that kind of makes sense? I think like, you should just enjoy it anyway. And, um, yeah, it certainly becomes more difficult and more of a chore if you do have to get yourself up to do it, which, is, which would never be good at all. Um, what do you reckon on it? Because it, it is a tough one, isn't it? Oh, I think uh, what you said is, is uh, extremely enlightening and very true that it's got to be something that it shouldn't be something that you ever stress over. And that's another yeah. thing. Like we see a lot of people like, Oh, like the algorithm. Oh, like people aren't liking my pics or what am I doing wrong? Or, or Oh, I don't have enough followers or, or even chastising their followers. Like we've oh, talked that, about yeah. before. Oh, God, and, and if that's the main reason you're doing it, like, why are you doing it? Mm. It should be a thing where it's like, something that helps you unwind or something that helps you get out some creative output. And yeah. Gives you a way to just un or not think about the day or think about the stresses of life and yeah. uh, something to get out something artistically. It should be something enjoyable. Like you said, it just yeah. comes to you. 
if you're spending more time stressing over like the hashtags and algorithms and do I have the newest figure and how come I can't find this figure? I'm just going to give up and stuff like that. Just why are you doing it? Mm, Yeah. No, I couldn't agree more. And the, uh, the motivation side of it is obviously the key to improving and stuff like that. So you've got to, you've got to try your best to, to keep that where you can, but if it starts to become mature, then just take a, a step back a little bit. I mean, um, there was a time a while ago when I, I was building up pictures for the sake of building them up, so I never had to worry about it. But And then you realise that the content drops if you keep doing that. So, you know, take it as it comes, let things find you. Don't go out looking for stuff, let it find you. Just watch watch some episodes or, or, or you know, pick up a new figure or something. Because it can get boring sometimes if you're just trying to photograph the same thing constantly. Yeah. So um, it's there's nothing wrong with buying a new figure. I'm not saying go out there and spend you know a hundred dollars on a Mezco just because you want something new, but just look around and see what else you can find that's cool and it'll inspire you to do something different. And um, but yeah, I feel like sometimes although the algorithm's frustrating, people use that as a complete not a cop out as to as to why they're going to quit or something. Um, but if that's the case, you know, if it's all about likes for you, then that's fine. But, um, yeah, there's more to this hobby than just likes and stuff like that. So um, if people are quitting because they're not getting enough likes, then they won't be missed. <laughs> uh, that's true. But, yeah, I think that I think that a lot of what you said is very true. Very good points. No, but I, I I do definitely agree with you on um, on things like berating your followers and stuff. That's never going to go down well at all. Um, it's, it's like I'm not I'm not getting enough likes on my pictures, so I'm going to criticize the pe- very people who I'm asking likes <laughs> from, which is completely embarrassing. And yeah, the the Instagram police should step in at that point and. <laughs> do something about it but uh, but yeah <laughs> uh, I feel like those people are just living in a dream oh, it's just stupid man I mean you know I, I know we've said it before on this podcast and it, it may, may sound like a, a repeat record at this point but if you're reducing your followers to just a sheer statistic as to what each picture you want to achieve likes on um just please stop photographing and and do something else. Go into business if you love your statistics or something, or just stupid. Yeah, with the yeah. stock market. Is yeah, go into the stock market or <laughs> you know go do some maths homework, something like that. Now, uh, in return, in regards to our Batman animated series episode, we have a very big. Very big yes. episode to review. A huge episode. It's one of your top two, I'd say, favorite episodes, isn't it? In fact, I watch it twice before this because <laughs> I'm just so pumped up for this. Yes. Well, it's not a two-faced episode, though. No. It is a no, chance to dream. Yes, it is. And it is the 26th episode from season one. Apparently, 
according to Rick. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't understand that. Surely that isn't, but unless it was like the season one that was shown, but it's actually season two in the in the order. Who knows? Yeah, we're we're purists. We're from the old days, according to <laughs> us. Like the second episode of season two. Yes, I would definitely agree with you on that. Now the episode opens, and we see Batman in hot pursuit after some criminals, and it's a car chase. He uh, he finally gets up close to him. He hits some barrels, and he gets stuff all over his windshield. And while that is being removed, the criminals. They get inside of a huge warehouse. Batman has to uh, get out. He goes after him, and all of a sudden, he's hit by surprise, knocked unconscious. And then he wakes up, and he's in bed. Everything's <laughs> everything's fine. And uh, we are all we are. From then on, things get foggy. And Bruce, he doesn't really. He, I think he has amnesia of the night. He sees Alfred coming into his room and he asks Alfred, uh, you know, what happened to the to last night what happened to the criminals? And he's like, What are you talking about? He's like, How did I get home? Did Robin get me home? And Alfred's like, Robin, a young I love lady. That, yeah. I love, that's so good that is. So is Robin a young lady? Even in a different life, he still uh, goes out gallivanting. <laughs> so uh, from there, Bruce is like thinking, what the heck? And then uh, the next we see he he's walking up to the iconic clock where his Batcave entrance is. <laughs> he tries to open it and he's puzzled. And he looks at Alfred who's doing some cleaning and he asks <laughs> he asks him where the entrance to the Batcave is. And Alfred is just again befuddled and beside himself. <laughs> what the heck are you talking about? I mean, like, can you imagine being Alfred at that moment? You think what the, <laughs> what, it's like what the hell are you doing you idiot why <laughs> opening the clock and messing around with it like, uh, are you trying to mess with me i'm gonna be pissed he's just polished that and put it back uh so yeah and then uh from then on where where do we go from there scott okay so at that point the shock entrance of bruce's father happens and bruce is just completely and utterly freaked out he's like what the hell um, it's like no, it can't be. And um, you know, Thomas and Martha say they are. They're going off to the golf course. Bruce, Bruce has got an important business meeting later, and uh, so Bruce is getting ready to go to the the office for the business meeting. And uh, he asks Alfred just to sort of talk about his life, just to humour him, which um, is quite interesting. So Alfred. <laughs> Start saying you're the head of Wayne Enterprises, but uh, you know Lucius Fox runs it really. Not that you're not capable, sir. <laughs> uh, it, uh, says, but really, Lucius kind of runs it, and you know, you proposed to Selena Kyle last week, and you're going to be marrying her, which uh, is it, fascinating. And I think it's also interesting to because obviously, um, as we'll find out, the sort of the dream is all about you know, the deepest desires of Bruce. And it's interesting that they use Selena for that, yeah. which, which is quite interesting. It shows quite a lot about Bruce's uh, attraction to Selena and uh, and what really, you know, he feels about her, even though he wouldn't ever have admitted it to her or he couldn't ever be with her. But it's quite interesting that she's the character they pick. Uh, quite a cool, cool one as well. And, you know, all these years later, they ended up getting married. 
for real though. <laughs> almost. Oh, almost. Uh, almost. Um, but yeah, so uh, Selena then meets Bruce at the office later in the day, and, the, the, and then it's Bruce's shock. They see Batman flying past the building, which is just a fantastic moment because it, it's at that moment you think, yeah, something really isn't right here. You've know, seen Bruce's parents, Alfred baffled about the Batcave, Robin's a woman. But it's not in the dark. It's not in the dark night returns though. Uh, so um yeah, it, it's a fantastic moment that and he's just like, Wow, what the hell? You know, he flies down the stairs going after Batman and you see Batman fighting off these thugs in the street who are just wreaking havoc in a car for no reason at all. Uh driving over fire fire uh, hydrants and <laughs> Batman just kicking ass in general. And um you know, so he just says, "Oh, it's Batman." You know, he's he's a, he appeared last like, a couple of weeks. I think she said a couple of weeks ago in Gotham, yeah. and uh, which is interesting. And, and even Bruce is amazing. Yeah, Bruce is just like, yeah, he's great, and um, <laughs> yeah, he's just, he's great, but he's also me. What the hell? <laughs> um, but no, uh, Selena's just like, oh, you know, nobody knows who he who he really is. Um, it's just quite interesting, but um, it then takes on to a really cool scene. Yeah. From there we see uh, Bruce. He's obviously confused, like what Scott just said. He, his parents are alive. He's engaged to <laughs> Selena Kyle. And not only that, but he doesn't even have to have the burden of being Batman because mm-hmm. there's already an alternate version. So he's wondering what the heck happened. Have I, has it all been like a dream? So he visits the person that we've seen previously visited by Harvey Dent as two and Two Face. Uh, we see Dr. Leslie Tompkins. Yeah. And she's talking to Bruce in the very same setting as where Harvey was. And she's talking to Bruce about how it must be the fact that he's always had everything handed to him because he's rich, good looking. He's uh, He has his parents still in this life. Mm-hmm. So he he's felt like he's never had to work for anything. And so mentally he's projected this alternate life in his head where everything he does has significant great value, which of mm-hmm. course Batman would have uh, for the city of Gotham. And hearing this, Bruce actually is like, maybe this is right. And of course, if you, if you had everything going your way, and you're being told us that you're a little more likely to want to accept it because yeah, yeah that must yeah. be it. I mean, why would I? Wa- I don't want to go back to actually being Batman. Yeah, and so he he is relieved. He has become. Uh, he's accepted that you know maybe this is the way life is. So he goes mm-hmm. home and uh, he <laughs> he gives a little joke to Alfred. He says, "Hey, Alfred, have you found the Batcave entrance yet?" Says, well, <laughs> well good because then we'd both be crazy and alfred says it's good that to see him in uh, a happier state and then uh we see bruce go ask his parents if they want to join uh, selena at the opera and for the briefest of seconds we see bruce wayne at the probably the only time we'll see him this happy ever mm-hmm. again it's so weird, isn't it? I don't know what it is. It's, it's just such a weird thing. And Conroy's 
delivery of the lines that, as always, it's just flawless. And um, yeah, he really is able to portray like in just his voice mm. a jolly, a jollier tone. Yeah, it, it's fantastic. And uh, that yeah, the the scene that you talked about with Leslie as well, uh, utterly fantastic. And I love the the sort of reasoning they give that um, they think that you know Bruce has created this alternate sort of alternate ego in his head. That's a fast, absolutely fascinating way of um, explaining how he believes he's Batman. Really, really cool way of doing it because this is meant to be a kid's cartoon and they're coming up with this fantastic yeah. theories and, and it, it really is like genuinely fantastic the way that they uh, sort of made you know Batman a, a reasonable sort of um, you know a, a reasonable sort of subconscious idea. I think it was fantastic. Yeah, and even uh, as a child, and even at watching it, you could be thinking, okay, maybe that is the reason. It's even throwing mm. off the audience. Yeah, so, definitely. Like, a little herring, too. But uh, right, yeah, from there, where do we go, Scott? Okay, so uh, after we see that... Um, the happiest what, of happies. <laughs> yeah, that after we see yeah Bruce Wayne happy, which is... We, that's when we kind of know something's not right. And then the next scene confirms that we know something really isn't right. So he picks up the newspaper as he's, you know, very jolly, bowling around Wayne Manor. And he walks up to where uh, the newspaper picks it up and it's all in gibberish. All the letters don't make sense. It's all winding around the page and he can't read it. So he picks up a book. He's looking through them all. They're all absolute nonsense. And he, um, he, sort of, he runs into the next room and, sees Batman on TV and is like, it's all because of Batman. It's always Batman. And he, he throws a chair and smashes the TV. And then his parents are like, what the hell's going on? Like, what's the matter? And, and <laughs> Bruce decides to, to, to go out in the car and go and grab some supplies from a, a local store. He gets a flare gun, some flares, a hook, uh, some rope. And he's deciding, like, it's time to finally face Batman. Um, the police try and stop him, which let's face it, they were never going to. Um, they even they even say man moves like Batman when he's running off, which I love that. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant, and such a cool little uh, touch they they put into that um, <laughs> as he's running away. And uh, yeah, I think that's just a fantastic scene and a really cool idea to get Bruce to to go out on his own and seek seek out Batman and. Um, for once, Bruce is sort of the one that's been chased for a change. He's looked at as sort of, I wouldn't say the villain, but he's certainly the one that's hunted. Oh, yeah. He's on the run. Yes, he is on the run. Literally. He's mentally insane. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> to boot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, the, from there, Batman, uh, he, he goes to his one of his nightly spots it's a bell tower and uh, the atmosphere is completely changed it's a it's a lightning and thunderous rainy night and bruce runs all the way he gets to the tower and he he just yells out to like here i am <laughs> oh, it's just that, isn't it? oh yeah you could just you could just feel he's like ready for whatever's going to come and we eventually see Batman or the doppelganger Batman. And uh, <laughs> then Bruce explains why he was able to uh, 
figure out why it was a dream with the reading and he yes. explains which is not true but he gives a reasoning yeah. about the right side and left side and whether or not you could uh, read in a dream i mean that fool even us it's fascinating that is that how they use that because i would never have known either yeah, I, yeah, I would never have guessed because I, I, I don't recall ever reading in a dream. So no, same. <laughs> like it, it, when you think about it, it's weird. It's pretty fascinating because that's so, such a believable thing. And again, it's a kids' cartoon. It's just brilliant. Yeah, great. Another great reasoning. I would never have known. <laughs> and the, but then uh, Bruce has a struggle with this Batman, and then. In the midst of the struggle, he's pull, he goes to pull off the mask, and it is revealed that it is the Mad Hatter. Mm. And so, yes. from there, everything, if you're watching it for the first time, everything is starting to get a little more uh, fall into place, let's say. And uh, the Mad Hatter starts to explain that he is in a dream. It's a dream world. One that he, he explained that it's it's one that he made just for Bruce Wayne mm. and that he gave him everything that he ever wanted. Like Scott talked about at the beginning, it's basically the desires of everything that Bruce, his deepest desires come true. Mm. And he's basically like, I made it for you. Like, aren't you happy? And he's like, it's not real. And he, Matt Hatter's like, who cares? It's like, I made it for you. And in this world that is as real as it could be, and and then uh, Bruce, of course, he just refuses to accept a lie because who would really want to live like that? Mm. And it also kind of uh, is a different, uh, a nice different interpretation of the first episode where it's like who would want to be a, who would want to be with someone if they're just a soulless robot? Yeah, who live in a world that everything just is goes well for you all the time? Yeah. It's so true. That is, it's so true, and um, yeah. I lo- I love the 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 fight they have with Batman and the 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 Mad Bat as well, <laughs> or, or uh, Bat Hatter. Yeah, it's fun to see that. You know, the fight's brilliant. I, I love the that he says, "Oh, you're not well, Mister Wayne. You need professional help," um, which is brilliant. But uh, yeah, when it's revealed as Mad Hatter, you're like, "Wow, what the hell is going on here?" fantastic <laughs> scene really fantastic scene and uh yeah i, I like how they explain about um mad hatter you know mad hatter himself is just an illusion as well he's a pigment of mad hatter's imagination um tapping into bruce's mind so mad hatter has no idea who batman is even despite what's going on in that situation um yeah it, it's fantastic and the fact that bruce won't live a lie either you know, he stays true to his principles um, and actually, pretty dark the way that he gets out of the situation because obviously Bruce knows will know the only way that you can wake up from a dream is um, to die in it, essentially. Yeah, which is pretty fantastic, fantastic, fantastic way of getting out of the situation. Um, very dark as well. Um, again, for a cartoon, pretty dark yeah. way to get out of it. Um, it gives me eighty nine vibes actually. The um, church tower and that yeah yeah the whole mood and atmosphere just completely changes so it's like okay this is super serious yeah and yeah it's a 
like he's like the piggyback again on what you said about Bruce staying true. It's it just it's crazy to see that he's even willing to sacrifice again. Like maybe this is like reliving the crime alley thing, basically. Like I'm gonna it give is. up, my, give up uh, living a life with my parents again, yeah, just so I could, you know, live the real life that I'm supposed to live. So mm. it's an interesting dilemma. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I, that's a fantastic point. Definitely. Um, Where do we go from there, Scott? Okay, so then we see um, Bruce sort of in like a, a in his own mind, falling and you know, he's screaming, and he finally wakes up and he's just attached to this really strange machine, and um, yeah, he wakes up and sees the Mad Hatter, and you know, if if we go literally right back to the start of this episode. The music that plays over the title card is Mad Hatter's <laughs> theme, which is fantastic. So even if the, the eagle-eared viewers will know instantly that it's going to be a Mad Hatter episode, it's just a fantastic little Easter egg they put in there. And now we finally get to confront the man himself in the episode. Yeah. And, um, you know, he wakes up and, and Mad Hatter's absolutely distraught. He wanted Batman to be happy and stay out of his life. He was willing to give him all the dreams he'd ever desired and um, but Batman was, was like, "Why would you do that?" It's like you can tell, he's really, genuinely very, very angry, seething. Yeah, he's absolutely fuming with what's happened, and which you can understand. Um, but then we get a, a classic, almost iconic line from Batman when Gordon's investigating the machine. He's like, "Oh, we'll get the guys to look over this," but I've no idea what it is. And it's like it's the stuff dreams are made of. Which is just an epic, epic, epic line. As he walks away with the camera panning up. Yeah. Oh, amazing moment. Such a great, great point in the episode. Yeah, another line we kind of skipped over that I really love is right before Batman jumps, Matt Hatter's like, this isn't an ordinary dream. What if you're wrong? Yeah. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Actually. I'll yeah, see good point. you in your nightmares. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, amazing. I love it. It's just such a great episode, this one. It really is. Um, what are you going to give that? Oh, I give it a 9.5 out of 10. Oh, it's, uh, yeah, can't go wrong, can you, with this one? I absolutely love it. I love that it's nods to a classic TV show, A Twilight Zone, with an episode. Mm. I love that it is a a dreamy episode because I love any time there's like a, a dream sequence or a fear yes. toxin illusion or anything like that. And they've always done them well, even continuing to do them in the Arkham games. So I love yeah. any kind of thing yeah. like that. And I love uh, the dilemma because it's a great dilemma, like Batman having to choose yeah, between an artificial real uh, artificial life of his dreams or living a real life of sorrow and having to be the burden of like fighting a fight that's never going to end and mm. all of that and he does it like that's just incredible and then mm. it's just it's a really good Matt Hatter episode that could show you just how crazy of a villain he could be. <laughs> great voice casting, great voice acting all the way around. And uh, yeah, I just I I can't can't get over how much I love it. I can never get tired of watching it. <laughs> Likewise, yeah, it, it is a fantastic episode, isn't it? It's got 
pretty much everything in there that you could ever want from a DCAU episode. And like, it's got so many gateways into other things as well. So like, they're not reading in a dream and stuff. That even continues with the um, only a dream episode with Doctor Destiny and Justice League. Like when Green, there's a scene where Green Lantern's looking at buildings and all the writing's mixed up, and he's like, "Oh, you can't read in a dream." So they even continue it all the way through to that, which is just fantastic. And uh, yeah, this kicks off many sort of um, dream sequence um, ideas, which is fantastic. And uh, yeah, it gives them a chance to really go wild with these kind of stories and and do whatever they want, which is great for us to see. As fans, we'd love to see all these different characters come into it. Because I feel like Batman, with any other character, any more than any other comic character, Elseworld stories and what ifs are big, just mm. as big as regular comic stories. Definitely, yeah, definitely. So, what do you rate the episode, Scott? Uh, I'm gonna go nine out of ten. Um, ah. It's it's one definitely look forward to rewatching. Uh, love the episode. It's got absolutely brilliant characters involved in it. I love the way that they incorporates um, Bruce's father coming back into it since Grey Ghost was the last time we saw him, wasn't it? So I love, yeah. that, they, love that they put him back in there and give uh, Thomas Wayne uh, some actual lines and uh, an actual performance in the show. Um, Leslie plays a good part in it. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many cool things about this story and we get to learn a lot about Batman from things that don't actually ever happen to him. So like going to Leslie, he doesn't trust anybody outside of his little circle that he's got, you know, even when he, he has no idea what's going on with himself, he still comes to Alfred for help, um, which is really cool. And, and like I said, that, that part with Selena is fascinating that they chose her, that he was going to marry as well. I, I find that really interesting. I find that interesting too, because until you said that today, I never really thought of that aspect of it. Yeah, it, it's a, it is interesting that they they go there and not someone like I don't know Veronica Breeland or, or or someone like that, which you'd probably more typically put Bruce with. So, no, it is a very interesting thing that in his heart of hearts he wants Selena. Yeah. Dang. Well, I think uh, that's a fair rating. That's really that's pretty high for you. You've been a tough judge so far. <laughs> Uh, we've got some episodes that I think tens will be given out uh, to come, which is uh, in, it's going to be really cool. Well, what do we have on deck for the next one? Uh, just, I'm, I'm just looking up now. I was about I was about to look um, at what we got next. I, I do believe it's a a, a really cool episode. We're, we're coming into we're coming into some absolute classics now though, right? With uh, a sweet spot. Yes. Oh, here we go. So, oh, actually, we're one episode away from some really awesome ones coming up. So, the Cape and Cowl conspiracy is up. Oh, yeah, that's and, a rough one. That's a rough. One. It's not the best, is it? It's not the best. But it's like um, a wannabe Riddler. Yeah, it's like a wannabe Riddler, and and. Batman completely and utterly screws him over, which is something I love. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, typical Batman ruining all the fun. Ruining all his fun for sure. Yeah, that that'll be interesting to yeah. talk about. Yeah, we've got like a BTEC Riddler coming up in the next episode. 
it's gonna be fun. Yes, and you have still you have yet to see uh, Hush still, correct? Yeah, I, I still need to see it because you you've recently got the DC Universe app back, haven't you? Or, or got yes. more access to it? Yes, and I saw, I'm I'm hoping that you see it because I think that you will definitely enjoy it. So I think that'll be something to look forward to covering. Hearing your thoughts too. I really, I really do want to um, hush. I still got to see it. I'm rewatching Titans at the minute, so I I keep on addictively watching next episodes all the time. Uh, but definitely need to watch Hush. It looks cool because you you absolutely love it, right? Uh, I would say that I enjoyed it for what it was. I know a lot of people didn't like the fact that there's uh, they change characters and everything, but I think for their universe and what they built, I think that what they did was smart and. Not only that, I feel like if you just create, uh, you know, verbatim comic stories and just translate them to animated series, that could get boring. Like a lot of people are getting tired already of Disney just making the same old thing, but real life. Yeah. They're already starting to see decline, declining returns on that. So I think it's cool that you mix it up just to keep it interesting for those who have already read the story. Yeah. And I think overall it's a, uh, it shines a good light on a character that uh, deserves a little bit more attention. So I think that'll be fun for you. Yeah. There's some absolutely gold lines in here from Batman. It's a good point. I mean, it's definitely more of an adaptation than a recreation, unlike Dark Knight Returns, which was literally a recreation, the two-part. Which is classic for what it was. Incredible. Yeah. I still maintain that's the best animated movie they've ever done. But, um, yeah, it's fantastic. Um that we get, like you say, we get to see these characters that we don't really see very often. And, um, yeah, Hush seems interesting. Definitely have to see it because um, a lot of people have been sort of mixed reviews with it and, uh, well, very mixed reviews, to put it politely. <laughs> yes. But, yeah, it'll be interesting to hear what you think. Yeah, differing opinions. And then uh, we, the one thing I'm really hyped for, and I can't believe how close it is, is October 4th. It's basically a month away. Yeah. We'll have the Joker movie coming up. Which is just nuts. Yeah, time flies like crazy. Uh, it's weird that's only just a month away. Yeah, it absolutely does. Time just does not stop for anyone. It's flying through at the moment. But uh, really excited for that. We've got New York Comic Con coming up. Not, not yes. too distant future. So that's going to be fascinating. I hope we get some fantastic Rick, uh, Fantastic new stuff coming up uh, for that. Hopefully, uh, we'll get a Batman 89 Mezco release date, or maybe we'll be able to do a pre order. Yes. Yeah. So, Mezco, <laughs> yeah, Mezco better get their arse in gear for that. So, it's from the 3rd to the 6th of October. So, it's going to be fascinating. So, it's like right bang on the Joker movie. And it's we're also be- going to be getting a trailer really soon at the end of August for the Joker. Yeah, I can't wait for that. This movie's so mysterious so far. Nobody really knows what's going on with it. Oh, I'll be there. And I'm hoping that they make toys for it. I need a Joker version like that. Yes, yeah. Someone needs to make something. <laughs> Hopefully we'll see it at New York Comic Con, like you said. Yeah. But and that is there anything you're looking forward to seeing uh, from New York Comic Con? Any way we might get uh, any hints from McFarland Toys? Who knows? I hope we do. But 
I don't know if contractually they'll be able to, although Mattel have finished what they're going to be doing now, and we all know that, although they may not admit it. Um, I, it's hard to know if contractually they'll be allowed, because inevitably Mattel won't want them to be releasing or showing off new stuff without the license thing beginning. So who knows? I mean, it, if the deal starts in January and they want to release in January, then they, I, don't, I don't really know if they can show anybody. I mean, perhaps they could say what they're going to be doing. There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, they kind of already have accidentally or on purpose, whichever you believe, but um, (laughs) who knows, really, because um, I don't think contractually they'll be able to. um, I hope we see something. Yeah, absolutely. I seriously hope we get to some sort of reveal from them, but I, I don't know. I've got serious doubts. Do you reckon we'll see anything? The only things I'm really hoping to see, I'm finally, I'm hoping that we finally see or are able to pre-order that Batman 89 figure. Yeah. I'm hoping that maybe we'll get to be seen or shown something or even talked about something from McFarland toys just to build up yes. some hype. We all know they they're, they're losing. Mattel's lost the license. We all know that their final waves out. At least uh, let like let them show. They no matter what, they're gonna have the license in January. They're gonna be selling toys. So what's the yeah. what's the what's the gonna hurt to show a few little like, teasers of them? Yeah. Just so Even we have coming with pi- with pictures of what they're gonna do. I like, say, oh, we're gonna make this, we're gonna make that, just to yeah. get people you know excited. Show off some things they're gonna, you know, some ideas. And then the the other thing I'm hoping for is that we get concrete uh, release dates on the DC collectibles, uh, adventure yeah. continue stuff. Yes, I hope, uh, and also hope they show off some figures like the the Talon, the Batman who laughs, the Vampire Batman. Let's see some figures of these, and you know, make, like you say, just make it more concrete and see what is going to happen with that line. Yes. I'm really hoping to see a Lucha Libre uh, Batman line. <laughs> that made me laugh that day. They they said for now they're shelving because they think they can make it bigger. I think that's another way of saying we're making it go away because it's very yeah. bad and it, nobody wants nobody wants a wrestling Batman. We're hoping you forget that we even put pictures. <laughs> yeah, the only wrestling figure we want to see made is Bane. That should be the only figure you're looking at, at making. Yeah. Hopefully, they, I'm hope I would like that. They did another Bane. Yeah, another Bane would be fantastic. Now, speaking of DC collectibles and figures and figures that are and never were, or maybe ones that were forgotten, <laughs> we have a guest that we already teased at the beginning of the show that is uh, the man when it comes to these figures. He has every, almost every figure you could ever imagine when it comes to DC, at least. Yes. From all universes, all from comic books to movies, all lines. No, it doesn't matter the articulation. He is uh, very good at showcasing the figure and uh, just showing how much love and detail is put in from the people who make it. And uh, Scott was able to finally get him on the show for us again. He's a returning guest. Scott, you could give a little bit more of what, what you love about us, uh, the guest and then announce it. The, yeah, well, the, the guest is uh, he's super passionate about figures and um, he's a fantastic photographer. His account is beautifully streamlined and all the bold colours come out of the figures from the way that he shoots. And 
he's a returning guest. We've had him on before. He, he was an awesome guy and definitely someone we're super pumped to have back on the show. And um, <clears throat> yeah, he is Ahsoka from at Ahsoka the Geek. Yeah. All, all one word on Instagram. And yeah, such an awesome guy. And his sort of energy really rubs off on, it certainly rubbed off on us. And yeah, he's such a cool guy. I'm really looking forward to having him back on and, and talking figures with him because who else better to do it the amount of figures that he's got? Yeah, and he just uh, got sent from Mattel, from home base, the latest DC Multiverse 80th yes. anniversary Batman wave, so we could it's fantastic. talk to him about that, see what his thoughts are on the last uh, Mattel DC Multiverse, at least. Yeah. Talked about how awesome his latest pictures are, where he's comparing like a uh, red hood with different versions of Jason Todd, which I think is brilliant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun hearing his thoughts on those. And yeah. You're going to get those soon, right? Definitely. And I, this is, I'm very glad you mentioned that. Cause I've got to say a big, big, big thank you to Kevin from at Renke customs. Who's helped me in getting an Alfred figure. Um, yes. An Alfred figure from there. So I, I was going to message you because I, I did want to get an Alfred figure, but I, I saw that you'd sold him to. Uh, oh, uh, I've already found like three more. I see him all the oh, time. Damn it. Yeah, <laughs> the, the, those Alfred figures are fantastic. And he's picked me up one of those. And I, I'm going to hopefully be getting that Alfred. And um, yes, really excited for that. And um, I think I'm going to get the Dick Grayson Batman now because I want the, the Dick Grayson head sculpt. Not really bothered about the Batman figure, but definitely want the Dick Grayson head sculpt and uh, and the cow. The cow, yeah, the cow's cool as hell. <laughs> you got it. That's cool it. as hell. I just love that people are going to be buying that figure just because they want the the Dick yeah. Grayson head sculpt and the cow. Hate everything about that figure apart from the head sculpts and the cow. They look brilliant. But um, yes, yeah, definitely going to be getting that. Um, other than that, I don't really know what else I'm getting from that. that way. DC Essentials Red Hood? Yeah, I think so. Um, he'll scale well with the Arkham figures as well, because the Origins Batman fits in nicely with him. You don't want a Jason Todd head sculpt? A Jason Todd head sculpt. Because mm. I don't know if that DC Essential comes with one. It doesn't, unfortunately. Uh. I... I uh, I don't know about that Jason Todd head sculpt. He looks, he, he doesn't look angry and mean enough on it. It's okay, like, but yeah. Well, at least the one that DC Essentials has guns that come out of the holsters. Yeah, I, I found that weird how they give alternate <laughs> hands, but then the guns don't come out. Yeah, I'm good like, luck. Find your own guns. Yeah, it's like, what's the point in that? That's a bit strange. Oh well. Well, we are. Uh, we're looking forward to. Talking all this with Ahsoka, catching yes. up with him. I know he's had a, a baby since the last time we spoke. So it'll be fun to talk with him about what it's like being a father in the collecting world. Yes. Yeah. Which is a world that you'll be entering very soon as well, which is fantastic. I can get some pointers. He can get a lot of <laughs> advice. Yes. So that'll be a lot of fun. We hope you guys enjoy and we hope you guys enjoyed this as well and continue to enjoy the Batman episodes. We're getting a lot of good feedback from you guys. You guys enjoy it. So that's definitely something we look forward to, especially after uh, the next episode. We're looking forward to a ton of them. So yes, definitely. And uh, yeah, 
this next we're hoping to get a couple of big guests coming up so i look forward to that but in the meantime we have ahsoka who has basically yes. dictionary knowledge or wikipedia whatever because most yeah, people yeah. only know what a dictionary is yeah uh, <laughs> he is the connoisseur of collecting he's got everything you can imagine ahsoka has. I, I definitely even want to ask him a little bit about the predator and Batman yes, thing. yeah, definitely. That's so good. He point. got a couple so, of yeah. cool exclusives. So. Yeah, I don't think we've had anybody on yet that's had that pack um, since he got released. So that's a, that's a good point. You can give us a rundown. Oh, yeah, See absolutely. At scalper price. <laughs> but, all right, we hope you guys enjoy, and we will see you on the other side. Hey, what's up? This is Tyler G of Batman Figs on Instagram as well as B Batman TAS Figs on YouTube. And I wanted to talk to you guys about Soap Studios figures because they have a brand new premium cloth goods, tons of accessories to work, Joker figure, bank robber version, Heath Ledger from the Dark Knight film. I'm pretty sure you've heard of it. And it is available now for pre-order. You can find that at Big Bad Toy Store. Or you could just check out Soap Studios on Instagram. Or you could check out my review on my YouTube page. Again, that's Batman TAS Figs. And if you want to see pictures of it, I have a lot over on my Instagram, Batman Figs. I'm telling you, these are very nice figures, especially this Joker figure. Um, It's on a Mezco-style soft goods, if you've ever seen Mezco. So... I definitely would jump on this figure while you can. Go pre-order it. You won't regret it. Soap Studios. Get them while they're hot. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the guest portion of DC Figures and Collectibles. I am proud and happy to say that we have a returning guest that we have been after for a while, and we have asked him probably three or four times, and Scott was able to finally get him after this last time. That's because he's a busy man. He's been busy with a lot of uh, new things going on in his life, as well as an upgrade to uh, something we're looking forward to asking about. And if you're not following him, you are missing out on a huge treat because he, da- he posts daily. He posts figures that are current. He posts figures that you may not even know exist. And you can find him at Ahsoka the Geek. That is A-S-O-K-A the Geek on Instagram. And, uh, yeah, we're looking forward to talking to him. Right now he is not connected, but that seems to be a pattern on this show. (laughs) It's a good (laughs) omen. Everyone who doesn't connect has been brilliant lately, so. That's it's true. A good, it's a good omen, but isn't that the case? You know, he's an encyclopedia of action figures, and uh, yes, all, all the way, uh, all the way from the Arkham line till uh, the General Zod figures, he's got everything covered. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so yeah, really looking forward to chatting with him. And uh, he was a great guest last time, so we're really looking forward to it. And like you say, it's been a long time coming, so definitely excited. Yeah, and. Uh... I guess we're going to have to call him back in a second. So, Yes, the only downside is that he's not actually here right now, which <laughs> I'm sure he will be in seconds in your time. Yes, in a blink of an eye for the, for the audience. All right, here we go. 
All right, we got Scott. Yes, one down. Oh, we got Ahsoka. Ahsoka. There, there they are. <laughs> we have them. Now oh. we already did an intro for you. And uh, <laughs> it was Sorry about that. I, was trying to be, I was trying to be fancy and do it for my computer, but I couldn't figure it out. So, oh, no problem. We're just happy to have you. Yeah, dude, thanks for having me. I feel like Tom Hanks on a Saturday Night Live, you know, like five times. <laughs> I'm only, it's only my second time. I'm hoping to reach the five uh, five host milestone. Oh, we, we hope to have you that many times. That'd be great. Yes. Yeah, that would be amazing. Especially with your knowledge. Well, well, I don't know about that. We'll see. We'll see how, how good my knowledge is, you know. And is that, uh, I see, Tyler, I hear Scott. Is Scott on the line as well? Oh, yeah. Yes. Good evening. There he is. I, how are you doing? I love hearing Scott's voice. Dude, you just add a, a an air of class to this podcast. Oh, yeah. oh, Tyler, you're awesome. I, I could, <laughs> yeah. I could show you this. He also with a British accent. I could show no. you this is the worst example of a British accent you could possibly <laughs> ever want to find, and ever will. I would, it would be great on the last episode that is revealed that Scott is not in London. He's not British. So it's all been a fake accent the whole time. <laughs> and they would, you know, uh, it, it can't no. be ruled out. Honestly, it can't be ruled out. <laughs> How are you doing, Asoka? How are you? Good, good, doing great. I, I just posted something on my Instagram. I'm not sure you guys saw it yet. Saw yeah, I just got that in the mail. That's the DC reactivated uh, Kingdom Come Batman. I never got the original. This was on my bucket list, so I finally got it. I got a good price on eBay. So there you go. That's uh, that's what I do every day. I come home, I hope <laughs> they're an Amazon or an eBay package, and I get excited. <laughs> the most surprising part about that is that there is actually a figure out there that you haven't got. Which is good, oh, pretty big achievement. Man, I, I, I appreciate that you guys think I have that many figures, but compared to the other folks on Instagram, like man, I'm missing so many. I mean, especially from the uh, the Mattel DC Universe Classics mm. line, because I couldn't afford to DC Direct and Mattel back in the yeah. day, so I had to make a choice. I'm like, all right, so I, I stuck with DC Direct just because it was so much easier because yeah. you could just get it from a comic book store or get it online and. I have to hunt for them, but now, of course, I'm trying to catch up with all uh, all the Mattel stuff. So that's pretty interesting. When you look back, is was that the right call? Do you think looking at the lines now? You know, it's really hard to say because I don't know the DC Direct. Like I said, they were easier to get, and uh, they were around a little bit long before Mattel was. But then the Mattel stuff seems almost more expensive now to try to get than the DC Direct stuff, yeah. you know? And it's, uh, there's definitely some DC Direct and DC collectibles figures that are, are really pricey, but the Mattel stuff, it's, they're, they're even more pricey, I think. So, mm. I don't know. I, I think that made the right call for me at the time because DC Direct was going to collect. They didn't release as many figures as Mattel, uh, so it was easier on my wallet back then. <laughs> but now I wish I could collect a lot of regret there. You know, a lot of regret on stuff I passed up. Now, since the last time we talked to you, you've had a pretty, you've had a couple of big changes go on. You've had a a life changing one where you you've had a child, correct? That's correct. Yep, my baby's uh, she's five months old. I think tomorrow. Wow. That wow. was definitely. You know the great thing though, do you guys? I know Tyler, you're you're expecting. Yeah. Scott, do you have any kids? Uh, any kids? Sorry, sorry, I'm oh, sorry, it's good. Yeah, Scott, do you have any kids? I don't. No, no, I haven't. Right. I, I mean, there you go. Well, I can tell you, 
it's not as bad as I thought it was as far as the the, the disruption to the hobby goes. Mm-hmm. I thought like, oh man, as soon as the baby comes out, I won't be able to afford to buy anything. <laughs> I won't be able to take class over. But it's been great. I mean, it's more it's more challenging for sure. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's great. I love the, the baby. She's a lot of fun, and then I can still come off to the, the solitude and take some pictures and uh, get away for, well, not get away, do my thing for a few minutes. And uh, yeah, I, I take a lot of pictures with her sitting on my lap. Uh, and I'm doing awesome. pictures. <laughs> I'm balancing her while taking pictures. I don't know if that's good parenting <laughs> because it's like a death. I think so. So yeah, but it's been great. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I'm excited for you, Tyler. You're going to, you're in for a lot of uh, good times. Man. Well, I, yeah, that's why I wanted to get a little. A little uh, information from you, a little uh, scouting report, but that's awesome that uh, that she, she dang the time flies. She's already about to be five months, but that's awesome. That's cool that you, you know what I wear with her. That you have her on the lap. Yeah, yeah, she's got. I got to brainwash her. Young, <laughs> you know, that's oh, awesome. brilliant. I've been buying a lot of, of my old content in like the past year or two. I, you know, when I don't have a post for a few days, I just throw up something from like six months ago. And for a lot of my followers, this new stuff, I do like the B-roll oh, pictures. Nice. So I've been relying on that. So that's been keeping me afloat. I definitely have, uh, haven't had as much time to sit and take like, you know, an hour's worth of pictures. But, you know, it's, it works out. Well, that's awesome to hear that everything's good, that she's healthy, that everything's uh, even working out better than expected. Absolutely, yes. yes. I don't know about the second one, but uh, the, the one's great. So. <laughs> is, is she fascinated by all the, the figures and uh, and the whole setup? Yeah, yeah, she is. Like, she comes in here, she just like looks and she's like looking. Yeah. And you can see her eyes light up. What is, what is all this stuff? You know, I'm sorry, you can put that in the background. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she's definitely fascinated. By, by everything in here. So we'll see how it goes. I mean, she's a little girl. So he likes this stuff. doesn't want to buy a bunch of action figures. So I don't have to share with <laughs> But uh, Now, we, uh, Tyler, you asked uh, Metal Driver 89 in the last episode. So I'll uh, steal the question from you. But um, are your figures off limits to your kids? Do you, do you allow them to play with them? Or is it something yeah, you... It's gonna, they're gonna have to <laughs> you, know, you, know, I got, you know, my Jason Todd DC Direct uh, Batman that's like, you know, 100 bucks or whatever. She's going to you know, I'm gonna have to keep that away from her. I'll, I think I'll have some some cheap ones, or not cheap ones, but ones that aren't as valuable near the bottom where she can reach. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know about if I should even let her in the shadow. I'll let her in the shadow. I want her to have a little desk in here and uh, get a little thing going in here. But yeah, you got to keep them off, man. You know, it's just expensive. You know, yeah. I hope you do a better job of looking after Jason Todd than Bruce did, because uh, <laughs> we all we all know what happened there. <laughs> Very well. So. Now, the other big upgrade that has happened recently, and that is pretty cool that you were able to document it and share with all of us and people that followed you on Instagram. Uh, you upgraded the the shed of solitude. Now, what what did you do there? What were the upgrades? So they were very nice upgrades. So uh, we, my wife and I, you know, we, had, we got a little bit of money to spend on the house and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I was able to kind of tie this in. So I got electrical in here. I had a, like a wire coming from the house before, just an extension cord uh-huh. for some electricity in here. But now I got a proper like electrical box in here, wiring. Wow. They, they put a, a shop light in here, so it's like kind of light. 
Now you put an AC unit in here and then the actual proper floor. So, yeah, this is becoming, you know, an actual room. <laughs> you know, I mean, once I finish the drywall, like, next year, you pretty much live in here. You know, if I just have, like, a year enough. You have, to, you have to rename it to like the barn of solitude or something. <laughs> it can be, exactly. You know, so I'm very lucky my wife lets me spend money on this kind of stuff. But uh, yeah, it's great. I mean, I actually do use it for work, though. I told her, like, hey, I'm going to try working more now that we have a baby. So now I can actually come in here in the summer and, you know, put the AC on and actually get some work done. So yeah, it's, it looks great. I think it's, uh, I mean, it's never going to be finished. I have a couple other things I want to do. Uh, like, I want to replace the door and, you know, put some more here so i one thing i did do though i'm sure you guys will appreciate this i mean as action figure collectors we just are constantly running out of space yeah. right i mean it's losing battle you're just gonna run out of space <laughs> and before i was shoving in more shelves and every nook and cranny it was looking really cluttered so what i did was i eliminated like five shelves all my i put a bunch of figures in crates that are on the floor it looks nice you can still see them but it feels like the collection breathes a little bit better now. And it's sort of a little bit less. So I think we'll start doing that. Shelves and get a place covered with stuff. Just do more of a rotating way. I'll take it back out. Yeah, I'm looking at the pictures right now. And I can see what you're talking about with the shelves at the bottom of the floor. Yeah, so it worked out great. There's some crates I got from... Uh, uh, Michael's and you know that way you can still see the figures and you know it's easy for me to get to them for, uh, for pictures and things like that and then yeah it's a little it feels a lot to man your setup is absolutely beautiful I love that you even have the the hot toys Michael Keaton to the left of the computer oh, dude, of course ah. you know actually that's Neko one, so that's uh, I want to get the Hot Toys one one day, but uh, yeah, that's the Neko one, which is oh, that's the Neko fantastic. One. Okay, yeah, that looks awesome, dude. You gotta come, man. I told you, you always gotta walk in the place. I know you're in uh, Southern California as well, so maybe sometime for uh, a few months you can stop by. Hey, I, that's I, you know, I've been thinking about asking, but I didn't want to, you know, be too bold because I know you have a youngling, so I just no, dude. That would be awesome to see the actual shed in person. We should do a little collector's barbecue. Because I know Jonathan <laughs> Langston uh, is not too far. I know you had him on the podcast a few weeks ago. And uh, I talked to him all the time. And I was like, oh, you should come by too. So, yeah, maybe we can have you over. Maybe oh, you know, Scott wants to pop over. Oh, that would be fantastic. <laughs> That would be so sick. Oh, yeah. I would, we definitely have to come up with something. Yeah, for sure. And then uh, you you recently got some of the the last of the, the Mattel DC multiverse. And so, yeah, the, the, last, the last wave. So I got that last week, and I'm lucky Mattel sent it to me. I was I, at first. I was I didn't think they were going to because they've been out for so long. I didn't hear from them. I emailed them, nothing. But I mean, they were kind of sent me this last wave. Uh, and dude, they're oh, man, they're beautiful figures. I mean, you know, the Alfred, of course. It's like, <laughs> I never knew I wanted an Alfred figure. Uh huh. Hello. Hello. Masoka, are you there? Nah. All right. 
We're going to have to call back. Are you with me, Scott? Yes, let's do it. Let's call back. <laughs> we'll call back. All right, we got one. Okay. Yes. I'm with, I'm with back. <laughs> Man, I heard you guys talking, and I, you couldn't hear me. It was terrible. Ah, oh, yeah. So what you said, the Alfred, that's where we left off. Yes, the Alfred was, was beautiful. I never knew I wanted that figure. And then Mattel makes this awesome figure with these multiple heads. I mean, it's just a great figure. The sculpt on the on the faces are is, is amazing. I didn't really care for the chameleon head or whatever, whatever the guy's yeah. name is. I don't really know who he is. I, I wish they could have done like a Michael Caine head for that last one. Oh, now yeah. I'm, you know, I'm just being complaining now. I mean, that's a nitpick. <laughs> you know, I mean, we got a, you know, a night. 89 Batman Alfred, and we got the you know Adam West Alfred now. So I mean, it's a great figure. I'm I'm very tempted to buy another one, just so I can display you know multiple Alfreds at once. But uh, yeah, that figure is great. The um, Dick Grayson Batman, I personally love it. A lot of people are kind of I don't know complaining about it, but you know, I, I know it's not perfect. The capes could be better, and the hips are a little awkward. You know, he's wearing like a little speedo type thing. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, overall, I, I love the figure. I think it's a great representation of, you know, the kind of the Frank Quietly uh, artwork a little bit. I, I think that's what they were going for. I think they succeeded. I think it's a great figure. The head sculpt is great with his, his little grin. And then the Dick Grayson head, I think, is awesome. So I, I'm really happy about that figure. That's a figure I've wanted them to make for someone to make for like 10 years. So I'm really happy they made it. And yeah, the Robin, I mean, the Tim Drake Robin is, is awesome. You know, it's uh, it's great. I think the only thing we're missing really is a proper like red Robin figure when he was wearing like the Kingdom Come outfit. But like anyone, but it doesn't. It wasn't really accurate because the one he ended up wearing, the mask was different. So the one we got was more like a Kingdom Come one, but it wasn't like the one that was in the comics for a while when he had his own series. So that's the only thing that's uh, that we're that we're missing there. But other than that, I mean. The whole wave is great. I mean, I think Mattel really went out on a on a strong note. I'm still kind of hoping that there's a surprise left before the end of the year. I mean, we still have a few months to go. So, I mean, you, you know, sometimes they just kind of surprise you with, like, that superpower wave they did a few years ago that it started showing up at Walmart that they never really announced. So, I don't know. I'm hoping they, they come, up, come out with something, maybe some repaints or I don't know. It'd be I- tough not to get any new DC product at, at retail until, you know, McFarland starts – pushing his stuff out probably won't be till you know early next year or like spring i heard there's a rumor that they might uh release a wave of like the figures that we thought we weren't getting like the black canary and hot girl and those sort the riddler yeah now that would be awesome i mean those were all really great sculpts especially the hot girl and the, the black canary i know they the simon baz they never released yeah that so- one too yeah yeah, that'd be great if they did that. I mean, at least like the Lost Wave or something. But uh, oh, please, <laughs> I know that would be cool. Mattel, they they've been really killing it the last few years. It really, I don't know. I mean, change is good. It's good to have another company do stuff. We hopefully can get some really interesting things from McFarland. But yeah, Mattel, they, they have such a great run, you know. Now, of the new figures of the new wave. What do you feel like is uh, your personal favorite that you just gravitate towards? You know, I, I definitely gravitate towards the the Robin figure, uh, ah. just because I'm a Drake fan. I was I, when I was growing up, he was he was the, my Robin, so I, I love him. Uh, the Jason Todd I like as well, but I feel like 
the original DC direct Jason Todd is really, I love that figure. So the new one, I like it more with his head, the, the alternate head with actual Jason Todd's face. I like uh-huh. that one. Um, but yeah, and I would definitely say it's the Tim Drake one. The awful one's awesome, but uh, yeah, the Tim Drake is just it's such a great figure. It's so well designed um, and executed. So yeah, I really, I really love that figure. Did you see the that there's already a color variant, the chase variant on the red hood figure? I did. I saw that on Brad, the DC. Yeah. I'm on the show, by the way. Have you had him yet uh, on the show? Not yet, no. Yeah, you got I just recently just I just recently discovered him. Oh man, have you seen his YouTube channel? I have not, no. Go watch his YouTube channel. He has the best YouTube videos. Like they're so well produced and so informative like i've seen yeah it's like it's it's crazy so definitely check out his page but um yeah no no the that chase yeah, the red hood the color variation i mean if i see that at the store i'm gonna have to get it I mean, the, which one did you get did you get the lighter one or did you get the more purple maroon style i got the lighter one yeah yes yeah, so i got the lighter one so okay. i want the other one as well yeah you know. same here i'm gonna have to now that's definitely that adds a whole new thing into the the chase <laughs> exactly <laughs> one thing i hope they improve with uh with mcfarland is just the distribution of the figures i mean i go to walmart's I go to targets I, I barely see anything i see a bunch of the batman mission figures yeah. like the multiple never there i always see much more like it's not the most current wave of marvel legends i only see like figures from the lines and it's like i just don't i never understood how why mattel wasn't able to get better distribution or uh, maybe it's just my area couldn't That's agree more yeah, so hopefully mcfarland does a better better job with that, or has better luck with that. You know, I, it, it, to this day i've never ever seen a blue box mattel figure on a shelf anywhere in the uk <laughs> and, uh, That's forbidden put it's online like, selected retailers have them, but I mean, distribution wise, I can't wait to see the back of Muscle. Absolutely sick of them because they always claim they're going to be distributing and they never do, like, they never ever do it for some reason. I don't know why, but McFarlane are really good at getting their figures out, especially oh, that's the, cool. like, with oh, the, that's the, cool. the Fortnite waves are everywhere, which is great picking up from awesome. most yeah. retailers. Hey, you know, I mean, they should have these figures out there. You guys are. A huge market, so yeah, that's great to hear that McFarland's out there at least. So yeah, yeah, it's really strange. I I don't get it because I feel like they sell loads over here because there's people that buy them. So I, don't, I never really understand it. But I mean, when you look back at the sort of um, Mattel, the whole experience, I guess for you because you sort of work with them. I'm, I'm right in thinking. Yeah. So I mean, I got lucky. I had two years ago now. You know, got the last minute. Yeah recommend me to their influencer program so i've gotten a ton of figures from them over the years which is mm. great but it's all stuff i would have bought anyways and it's just i just love their character assortment their character selection where they doing like you know some injustice figures from the video games oh they were brilliant they were great and then they started to do these uh these movie figures like the batman forever the flash Penguin. Oh, uh, right. really to, you know really broaden their uh, their scope and uh, it's, it's unfortunate that uh, things are ending but man they have a great legacy they have uh, years and years of awesome figures um i, I picked up one yesterday i'm gonna post that in a few days but uh, there's just some great older figures that are out 
there. I posted one this morning. It was Owlman from the uh, Crime Syndicate box set. Yeah. yeah, I never had that. So I decided this collectible store I go to. Oh, man, I got to pick that up. I picked up some of the other ones, too. Uh, but no, Mattel, man, is, is, I think for me, the ones I really want to get are all those collectible ones. Yeah. Finish that one, that the anti monitor and all that. You know, there's so many figures I'm missing, so it's, it's tough. And where do you guys display your figures? I know I see a ton of pictures from you both, but I never see pictures of like how your collections are displayed. Like, <laughs> how do you guys display your figures, Scott? Uh, okay, so I got this great big um cabinet that I, I keep the sort of the favorite figures in. Like, oh, I usually okay. got like animated figures and that, and then I got like a shelf. Um, where I keep sort of like some Mezco figures, Arkham figures, and all that kind of thing. But um, I have to, I have to take some pictures of it and put up my story or something because I haven't done it yet. Because um, that would be quite cool, yeah. Because I, I'd, I love the setup you've got with all those different shelves and all that. It feels like they're colour coordinated, which makes it look beautiful. <laughs> um, I know, but I would love to see it. You're posting your short YouTube channel. Oh yeah, I'd, I'd definitely have to do it. Definitely have to do it because it'd be good fun. To yeah, get involved with people. With it. Yeah, for me, I have a I have a bookcase or bookshelf, or no, it's multiple shelves. Bookcase, I'd say, and uh, I have it like the animated series, the old school on one shelf. I have the, the TNBA on one shelf. Then I have all my comic like characters from the comics on one shelf, and then I have the movies at the top, and then I have. Um, I have all the Beast Kingdom up there as well since they're a little bit taller so they need a little bit more room and then um, I have just a bunch of, on top of there layered and then I had to get the NECA street diorama thing as well just to hold on the growing one and then I have a whole display for the Batcave with um, the Justice League from the DCU app figures so they're, they're spread all over I need, to, I need to be like you and get way more organized though I want to ask you both something too like I love both of your pages the way you guys tell stories with the figures and the way you set, set up these beautiful like scenes like in a movie like your story, storyboarding like shows how, how long does it take to set up your stories and then do you guys like spend a lot of time brainstorming on them or like where does it all come from Scott, you want me to go first? All right. So, um, and for me, in terms of like the BTAS, that one, that one's pretty simple. I just will watch like episode and whatever I'm feeling that day. But in terms of uh, in other pictures, I like to uh, like if I am listening to music in a song and something sounds cool and I feel like that could tie into like one of my favorite stories or something from a, a comic book. I'll try to do that. Or if it's just, it could be depending on my mood. If I'm really happy, it's like, okay, I'll try to do something funny. And I feel like most of the time it's brainstorming for me. It takes more time brainstorming, but once I have an idea what I want yeah. in my head, um, I could put together the pieces of what I have. Uh, usually it takes if, at most about an hour to get everything done, like posted and cleaned up and everything. No, that's impressive. It's mad oh, to know because most of your pictures are like dioramas as well. That's why it's like most of the time it's brainstorming because I'm too lazy to have to like 
do, do one thing and then think, okay, let me grab something else. It's like, I have to have everything planned out in my head <laughs> or else it'll take way too long. <laughs> yeah, that's what, that's what I, how I do it. And right now with no BTAS, it's going to be a lot of just freestyling. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be fun. It's kind of like breaking out of the shell. Yeah, it's going to be fun. But uh, yeah, I'll tell you, Scott. Uh, oh, all right, well, but it's kind of complex. So sometimes if I've got like, as you put, you both probably know, and most followers will know that I, as I watch through episodes or play through the Arkham games, I'll take screenshots of certain scenes or moments or scenics within the show, and then I can use them as backdrops. So I've got like thousands of backdrop pictures, so I can use them as the, the oh, base nice. to build up photos and um like stuff like the Arkham Knight photo mode has been so helpful for doing things like that. Oh, that's smart. I never even thought of that. Yeah, just, just like taking pictures of Ace Chemicals and stuff like that to help um, get background pictures. But um, So that really is most of the work. Um, but then the actual pictures can range anything from like, I've done ones that have been like two hours <laughs> before and then some that have been like five minutes. It, it can all kind of depend on type of shot i mean arkham pictures tend to be ones i spend more time on um animated ones tend to be a little bit more straightforward but i don't know if that's just because i've done more pictures of it so it kind of comes a bit easier but um because the press you guys just kind of keep that those ideas, have those ideas in your head and then just kind of execute on them it, it's it's all part of the fun of it i if think of an idea or sometimes i'll just write it down on my phone if, if i'm at work or something not that I use my phone at work. Of course not. <laughs> if, if, if anyone's listening, I can promise you, absolutely do not do that. No. Um, but uh, yeah, no. Um, sometimes I will think of an idea and write it down or put it on my phone or something. But um, have you ever thought of doing some diorama setups or anything like that? Dude, I'm so lazy. Like, to even think, I've, I, I try <laughs> occasionally to like think of something. But I mean, just like to to get the 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 backgrounds or to, to set it up, and I don't know, man. I'm just I haven't tried. And then honestly, the, you guys are so good at it, and I see other people doing it. I just like I feel like that's a space. There's really amazing people doing it, so I don't really even attempt it. But um, no, I, it's it's I like to do it. The thing is, I have I, mine are so easy. You guys see my pictures, very basic gray background, so I can do it very quickly. I can get in and out. And then, you know, so if I, I'm, I don't know, I, I've thought about it, but yeah, I think I'm just too lazy. You know I, mean? no, I, don't, I don't think you're lazy. I mean, <laughs> if you look at your, if you look at your pictures, you, uh, the, your lighting's brilliant. And then with like, with the newest wave, the way you, that you present it, you make sure that you present different angles, different shots, um, close-ups of different uh, paint applications. And then the other thing that I love, this is the, my favorite thing that you do. And it is also the coolest thing. I think that the part that is the most uh, probably puts the, the most thought and uh, effort into for you too is uh, you put all these different figures that tie in with the figure. Like with the Red Robin, you put all the different different Robins, and then say with like um, the the Jason Todd, you put the Jason Todd as Batman, and then you put him as the Hush disguise. And then you did all the different Batmans with uh, Dick Grayson Batman. Oh, I think I love all that different kind of stuff that where you tie it in and say, okay, so I have to do, I don't have to do any thinking because I can see all the different times 
And then because you're, you have those figures, it's like, there's like, that's even better because you don't have to go searching through. Okay. I wonder how this would scale with this. And yeah, that's, you're one of the first people I've seen that is able to take a great picture of the 1966 Alfred with Adam West Batman. And it's like, thank goodness. Finally. <laughs> I appreciate that. And how do you write? I'm like, I'm glad that yeah, I've been doing this. I've been collecting DC Direct for like 20 plus years. I never thought that collecting all these figures would actually come in handy one day, you know, <laughs> to be able to take all these comparison pictures. I mean, you know, when 20 years ago, obviously, I, really, I don't even have smart. We don't have smartphones. Ugh, gotta go old now. It's like same. <laughs> we don't have smartphones. There's no. It, it, you put stuff on internet, on the internet, like a message boards, but you never did any of the stuff you see today. So it's funny when people ask me, like, "Oh, hey, where's that Jason Todd from?" I'm like, "Oh, that's like 12 years ago," yeah. you know. And they're like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "I feel old," and they and they're surprised that you know people were making that kind of quality figures back then. I it's funny you should say that because you did the exact same thing to me with the Elseworlds DC collectibles line or DC direct line because I saw that um, dark side Superman that you put a picture of on and I was like, yes. I don't care what cost, I have to have it, I have to get it somehow. <laughs> and I, I was like, I was researching that thing for ages and finally found it and I was like, holy crap, this figure's amazing. So yeah, I, I said to you, by the way, were you able to get it? I did. Yes, I've got it. I, I said to you before. Um, it came on the show to that, and as well as oh, no. as well as thanking you for these things, I also have to speak on behalf of my bank account and see how angry I am. I'm so happy you got that. I love that figure. It's such a it's such a cool figure. You know what I mean? And now, I mean, I I do. I mean, same thing happens to me. I, I look on other people's pages, and like I'll see stuff. I usually I've seen it before, then I'm reminded of how cool it is. And I gotta go on eBay. I gotta buy it. Mm-hmm. I gotta have my wife shout at me for spending too much on action figures. <laughs> you know, and it's a vicious cycle. You know what I mean? It's a vicious cycle. Now, yeah. there is a there is another couple figures that you recently got besides the one that you got today that I want to ask about and it was uh, especially because they just announced uh, another set and so I think they're continuing down this line and I don't think there's anyone better to ask your thoughts and you actually got uh, you actually got two of them and they're San Diego exclusives and they're the NECA Alien and Predator Batman Superman packs and we would love love to hear your thoughts on what you think First of all, I got super lucky with that. I mean, they had the pre-sale on their website. Lucky for me, I work for a software company, so they're totally cool with me sitting around at 10 a.m. <laughs> waiting to buy an action figure. You know, I got full of support from my management team on that. So I got really lucky, and I got both of those sets. And you know, for me, the Batman vs. Predator comic, I love that comic. It's just, if you haven't read it, it's a great comic. Oh, it's really up. short. How do you guys know? It's like four issues. It's just such a badass comic. And then, you know, the end of that comic where Batman fights the Predator and, you know, his, he ends up without a helmet and it's just a suit and a baseball bat. It's just <laughs> spectacular. So I was so excited for that figure. And then, of course, all the drama over the years with with the whole, if it was even going to be released. So that yeah. we finally got it. It's awesome. Now, the figures themselves, I mean, I love them. I think they're amazing figures. The, the armored Batman, I, I love it, but I do have a little problem with the, the pieces falling off, like on the legs. Mm-hmm. Um, some of the armor is a little loose, but that's a nitpick. That's the only negative thing I can say about the figure. Other than that, I mean, it's just the quality of it is amazing. The articulation, the sculpting, the detail, the cape, it's fantastic. And then 
they, they made it look just like the comics. You know what I mean? The logo's yeah. perfect. The armor, it's just amazing. And then, same thing with the Superman figure. Oh. The Superman figure, yeah. I mean, it's not true to the actual comic, because the Superman vs. Alien comic, I think it was Kevin Nolan, did the artwork on that. So it's not exactly his art, but who cares? The Superman <laughs> figure is fantastic. I mean, it's just a beautiful, perfect figure. I mean, it's the articulation, the sculpt, the heat blast, the cape. Oh, man, I love the mushroom holding it right now. It does look insane. He genuinely looks like one of the best Superman figures I've ever seen. He looks incredible. He does. Look at this. I mean, you got the, the cloth cape. You got the perfect Superman S on the back. Um, I mean, the colors, everything about it. I mean, and this is crazy. I mean, this is what NECA's maybe 10th or 11th figure that they've done with DC. I mean, I'm, maybe a little bit more, but they haven't really done that many DC figures. For them to, like, hit it out of the park like this, I mean, just like... It was nothing. It's just amazing. I'm really curious to know, actually, if NECA went after the DC license. Um, you know, I know before, oh, before I got it, but I wonder if they made a play for it because, and I would love to have seen what they would have done with the DC license as well. Farland hmm, was up to the standard that they've set. You know? Yeah, that would have been very interesting. Yeah, but yeah, these are great. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go for the Green Lantern and the other Batman, just because, I mean, they're a little, they're pricey. And uh, it depends on when they're going to release them, if I'll be able to afford it in my budget. Yeah. So that's, uh, I mean, the Superman and Batman I had to get, uh, no question. But those ones, I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I got to I gotta see how, when they hit, you know, see if I can pull it off. Uh, GL yeah. looks so cool. I can't believe they, they came up with that. It came out of nowhere. Right? I mean, yeah, especially that Green Lantern. I mean, we got the John Stewart alternate head. I mean, that's fantastic. And the Batman looks great as well. So, yeah, no, these are beautiful figures. I mean, it's an embarrassment of riches, guys, the stuff we're getting. <laughs> you know, and we're not even Marvel, we're not even collecting Marvel figures. I can't, I don't know how you can collect Marvel Legends. Do you guys collect Marvel Legends at all? No, absolutely not. Uh, I got like two. I got the Spider Man and Mysterio. It's just crazy the amount of product that they get, you know, and the amount of. Out. Like I want to live in that alternate universe where it was DC that was dominant, and uh, we have the level of movies and the level of action figures that our Marvel fans. <laughs> you know, it's like I would love to live in that world for a minute. But yeah, hopefully Mark McFarlane gets us to that level. But yeah, no, NECA did a great job. Um, I mean, they're just, they're just awesome. What do you what did you guys think about him? Oh, I just love the uh, the, the Superman. The best thing I love about the Superman, and I think that you captured well, is I haven't seen a uh, laser vision effect that looked as cool as the one that they provided. And I really enjoyed the photos that you did with them, especially the uh, the last picture where you had like a side profile and it's almost like a silhouette. Oh, nice, oh it so it was done so nice. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, that that heat vision is is just awesome. You're right. They, We've seen it before on other figures, but I think NECA is definitely the best as far as the heat vision goes. Oh, yeah. And you did a, you did a, I mean, and the likes speak for themselves. You did a fantastic job capturing every detail of the, uh, the armored Batman, too, and just really made me upset that I didn't go pre order. And I'm definitely, I'm going to have to go after that Batman for sure. Yeah. You're going to have to hop on eBay. (laughs) You're going to have to do it. Got to. I'm going to have to. 
you you made it look so good. And what do you think about the uh, the predator and the alien figure? The um, oh, I'm sorry, which one? The the actual predator and the alien figure that came with the Batman and Superman. Yeah, I'll be so honest with you guys, I couldn't care less about those. <laughs> I didn't even, like, like I literally uh, <laughs> could appreciate that. <laughs> you know, it's, it's vintage. You guys might follow him. He does like a lot of custom. Oh, yeah. yeah, so like I did a trade with him and I threw those in there. I didn't That's like awesome. I, I could care less, dude. Like I, I love Predator though. I love the movies. I love Alien. I love all that stuff. But I mean they're beautiful figures, but I'm like, yeah, whatever. You know, it's uh, oh, brilliant. I love the honesty. It's worth it. To <laughs> yeah, get, it's just worth it for that Superman alone. He's just such. Yeah, like I left it once. I opened those figures. I didn't even open the Predator and the Alien for like <laughs> oh. a. Uh, oh no! He's and he's, he's dropped. Damn it! All right. Well, we'll we'll try him again. <laughs> we were on a roll there. At least we doubled the time from last time. <laughs> All right. We'll be back in the blink of an eye. All right, we got Scott. Okay, we got Ahsoka too. Coming back. <laughs> All right. We have coming up, and we, uh, we've we kind of talked about it even a little bit in direct messages, and uh, we just want to know your thoughts coming out. We have to wait till January, but I don't know if you've heard any rumors. I know Scott's heard some, and uh, he's shared a little bit, but what are you, are you looking forward to what McFarlane Toys has in the DC multiverse? You know, so I'm I'm absolutely looking forward to it. Uh, definitely a little apprehensive. I'm, I'm curious the what they're going to focus on. Um, mm-hmm. I just got I posted it yesterday. I got the um, Harry Potter uh, Lord Voldemort figure from McFarlane. I'm a big oh, yeah. Harry Potter fan, so I had to pick that up. And dude, it's a beautiful figure. It's like beautifully designed. It has a cloth robe. The articulation's amazing. comes with a nice little stand. So if that's where they're going for the movie series figures, I'm really excited. It's a beautiful figure. I think they're going to do great stuff with the, with the movies. I'm curious where they're going to go with sort of their, like, the, the multiverse line, if they're even going to do one. I'm, I think we've been really spoiled by all these obscure characters over the years um, from DC Collectibles and Mattel. So I'm curious if McFarlane's going to continue that and give us all these you know weird oddball characters all these different costume variations for even the main characters or if he's going to go more i don't know it's, it's very curious where he's going to go with this i i wish i knew a little bit more about how these figures sell and what sells exactly yeah because you know i look at the marvel legends and they do the weirdest most oddball <laughs> you know weird figures and they seem to sell as they keep making them and out of the dc stuff you know, we get a couple of waves a year, but it doesn't. I don't know if it, they don't sell as much or what the deal is, but I don't know. I'm I'm excited, but I'm just curious what he's going to choose to go with. I I would love to see some super cool sculpted um, Batman and Superman figures, like we see from his Spawn figures. You know me; I don't really do much with articulation, so I'm fine with it looking like a little statue. You know that works <laughs> out. That works out cool, fine for me. But yeah, I just hope he does. Uh, you know, a, a wide variety. I hope he does like movies, comic book characters, and like sculpted figures. And I hope we just get a lot more product. I hope it's a lot easier to get, like we were talking about at stores. Uh, yeah. So we don't have to wait till January. Like I, I feel like it's a bit of a dry spell. <laughs> so true. If, um, yeah, you know, like it's, it's going to suck. Mattel's not going to release much. We're not going to get, and we're assuming he's going to come out in January. I mean, I don't know if he's going to actually have product 
ready to launch in January. It could be a few months later. I'm not sure, but um, we'll see. So yeah, I'm excited. Change is good, you know, and uh, for me, I have so, I have literally thousands of figures I'm still (laughs) looking to buy from Mattel and DC Direct from the past that I'm still buying. So I'm definitely, I don't have a shortage of things to buy. So uh, yeah, I'm excited though. Have you seen any of of, the, the info or anything that McFarlane are going to be doing? No, the only thing I heard was that it was going to be spring when we're going to see figures. That's the only thing I heard, a little rumor I heard there. I don't know if that's changed or not. And it makes sense because, you know, Toy Fair is in February. Yeah. So that's when they would probably announce things and spring would seem like a logical place. So, yeah, that's what I heard was spring. So I don't, I don't yeah. Apparently, um, McFarlane himself has said he wants to drop things in January straight away. Oh really? Okay. Have you seen some of the figures that they're going to be doing? By the way, no. Have they? they have, have they announced anything, or have they? Scott's, got, Scott's got all the leaks. Well, um, well okay. Ac- accidentally, um, a site called Toys in the Attic in the UK um, put all the pre-orders up on their website by no accident, kidding. and they had to re- they had to drop it immediately because obviously people are all over it instantly and saying, "Oh, what's going <laughs> yeah. on?" Yeah. Um, so essentially, as well as taking the multiverse license, they've also um, taken quite a lot of the DC collectible stuff um, wow. off them, which is why we didn't see any new animated figures from them and why they've had to branch out into these characters that haven't ever um, appeared in the shows before. No kidding. Because no sort of license exists for that. So um, DC collectibles are taking a step back, which is just kind of a polite way of saying we've lost our license as well. Oh, wow. Um, so yeah, they're they're going to be doing like um, a Batman the animated series figure, um, oh. Superman the animated series figure, a Green Lantern from Justice League animated. Um, it's like a Hellbat, Harley Quinn comic and movie. Um, they're going to be doing it's like comic Superman as well, Armored Superman. And um, there's a, co- a comic book Batman as well, which we assume is like a rebirth one or something like that. Um, oh my god! Yeah, there's quite a lot of cool things they're going to be coming out with, and there's there's twenty figures in the new, um, in the new wave, I think. The and they're going to be, yeah, there's there's quite a lot of figures coming out, and they're going to be, you know, the Fortnite figures they've recently done, the Ultra ones. Yeah, uh, that's the base they're using for them. That that sort of articulation level. Dude, look at you, Scott, coming out of the UK with all insider gossip. <laughs> I <laughs> love it. The fact that they took it down doesn't mean it's kind of confirmed, but that is is what everybody's kind of saying. And it, you know, it, it sort of all falls into place logically, um, sort of thing. Oh so. shit, dude! I guess I'm completely wrong. Then that's awesome if it comes out in January. Oh, oh, did you see any pictures, or did you, no, was it just that, the listing? Well, that is a downside. We didn't see any pictures. I mean, they, they are going to come with a few accessories, a couple of tin hands, nothing too special. But um, oh man, yeah, it's going to be pretty awesome to see. I, I can't wait to see Superman, Batman, and GL in in this ultra articulated form. You know, hopefully. oh man, that's going to be amazing. I mean, what yeah. we need to do is get McFarlane to send us some stuff. Yes, obviously, that would be amazing. You know what I mean. We know Tyler's got in the bag with his 30,000 followers over there. You know, it's like, geez, but uh, we, need to, <laughs> we need to get our numbers up so we can get some more free stuff from McFarland. I, oh, I, I, I always struggle because I'm in the UK. Like, nobody will post anything to us. <laughs> it's like, I know, man. That's, it's, it's, uh, that sucks. I mean, you should be able to get stuff too and help circulate it yeah. over in, in Europe. You need to be the European guy, you know? So. <laughs> 
that needs to be a thing. But no, I'm excited. That sounds great. I mean, that lineup, yeah. I mean, I'm all over that. So, all right, I'm going to start saving up for January. Then it's going to be a pricey month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it, honestly, I'm so excited to see what they come up with because they, they've got a, a massive, massive pool of figures to, to look into. How they've got this, this big license. It's uh, more than just oh, a multiverse one. Yeah, you know what? And looking at those Fortnite figures, what they've done with those, I mean, those I've never held one or, you know, I've never bought one, but they look like great figures with great accessories and great articulation yeah. and, and the quality. And like I said, with the Harry Potter stuff, uh, the, the Lord Voldemort figure I got was amazing. So I thought yeah, that was man. a hot toy figure. No, it that was a, it's a, yeah, it's a six inch or a six to seven inch. Uh, uh, yeah, it's That's a cool. You know, I'll take some pictures with some other figures, some DC figures to get, get, oh, get a scale awesome. to it. You know, but no, that's great. Dude, thanks for that information, Scott. That's, uh, that's exciting. It's pretty cool. Yeah, you know? I've got the um, wild card. I don't know if you've seen the wild card Fortnite figure. He's he's awesome. He's got great articulation. That's kind of what they're building it on. So it's going to be cool. Oh, dude, yeah. and like if he, if he does like vehicles and play sets and things like that, I mean, oh, it, it would definitely be interesting this stuff. There is a Connects and Collects Batmobile that they're going to be doing as well with that. What? Yeah, I don't know at what scale it's going to be. You would imagine it'd be small scale, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. It's just, that's it's just, oh, man. It's just ridiculous. I think that's with I think oh. that's with a Nightwing and a Batgirl figure, and then a Harley Quinn that you have to buy to get that. So that's incredible, oh, man. That yeah. dude, that's that's awesome. That's really exciting. That's ridiculous. I, I hope we start releasing some pictures soon. Yes, you know, to what our appetite. Do you reckon we'll see anything before the end of the year, or do you think it'll be literally like? January the first, it will begin. You know, I mean, if he's going to release it in January, I would imagine that he can at least start to release some pictures pretty soon. Yeah, I, I remember I, I saw an interview with him on um, I think JC uh, JC uh, the Toy News uh, his site. Yes. and McFarland said at Comic Con he didn't want to kind of step on Mattel's toes because they still had product to show off. So I think it's very nice and respectful him to do that. Yeah, so I think definitely. He's probably just waiting, yeah, for Mattel's stuff to sort of die down, but. Yeah, hopefully we'll see something in the next few weeks yeah, maybe, or a few months at least. Even if we don't see anything official, we might see some leaks. Who knows? Yeah, well, we got we got our bit of spy over here, so hopefully you'll be able to get some more uh, inside information. <laughs> oh, brilliant! I'll try. Really I'm really excited. No, me too. Me too. Now, have you opened up the newest figure yet, or is it still in box? It's in the box. I literally got home at, th at three o'clock and I got it, came in the shed to set up. So yeah, this guy I'm holding in my hands right now. I'm going to try to take some pictures of him uh, tonight. We'll see how that goes. But uh, yeah, dude, I, I don't know. Every time I get a new figure, I know it's just, it's like, it's the first time I'm getting a figure, you know, <laughs> uh, it's just, you know, I open it up. I'm excited. I take a bunch of pictures with it and then I put it aside and I'm waiting for the next one to come in. You know, so <laughs> yeah, and I'm excited for this one. Though. I've been waiting for a few years to to get this guy, so I'm, I'm very excited about him. Well, well before before we, before Sorry, we let go you on. go and get on to that, we wanna I wanna ask. Um, we kind of talked about it a little bit in the pre-show. How do you stay uh, motivated to keep shooting? Because there are times I'm sure where it's like, God, really oh, dude, really that's a great question. Oh, oh no. <laughs> How do we stay motivated? Right, I'm leaving instantly. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Oh, yes. Okay. So, how do you stay motivated? So, I sometimes I, I would imagine I don't exercise uh, and I, I don't eat very well. But I imagine it's like those people who go to the gym every day, even though it's tiring and they may not 
feel like they're in the mood to do it. They know they need to do it to achieve their goals long term. So I look at Instagram this, the same way. Like some days I'm just tired, like the baby's been fussy or whatever it is. And I really don't feel like taking pictures of, of anything. But I remember if I don't keep posting, I'm not going to get any followers. I won't be able to perhaps get these partnerships that I was able to get with like Mattel or whoever else it may be. So I just constantly kind of think about that. And I just, I don't force myself to because, uh, you know, with you guys can agree, this is a, a, definitely a passion. You know, we enjoy yeah. love, mm. figures, love taking pictures of them. We love the whole, uh, the whole key culture. So it's not that much effort, but it definitely is. I just tell myself I have to do it. I have to at least, you know, post at least one, at least something every day. Um, I try to take a picture of something every day and I just kind of make myself do it. And I'll, I'll go through phases. And I notice it especially happens when I don't get to buy something for a while, because I think you guys can agree when you get a new figure, it definitely inspires you with new ideas, oh, yeah. new new pictures you want to take. It creates like days worth of content. Like this latest multiverse wave you guys commented on, like I took a picture of Jason with the other Red Hood figures from previous years. So that was all inspiration, but I got a new figure. So that definitely helps. Of course, there's times when I run out of money and I can't buy anything for like four weeks. <laughs> so I just have to, you know, keep at it. I dig in the archive, I post new stuff, or I just, you know, I, I just keep at it. So that's really it. You just have to be consistent. I mean, I think that's with anything in life is consistency. Yeah. So, I mean, people direct message me and say, hey, dude, how do you give me so many followers and things like that? Well, I'm, I've been on Instagram for, I think, five years so it's taken a while and it's only i've only been successful because i've been consistent uh you know i take a decent picture but the consistency i think is the most important thing so just i always remind myself of that that's why i, I was asking you guys how you have the energy and the to to kind of do the pictures you do because yours are so creative and take i think a lot more effort than what i do so I was, i'm always impressed when i see the elaborate stuff you guys do every weekend and the, the situations you set up and the dioramas and all that. So I think that takes a lot more effort than, than what I do. No, it's just different, different stuff, different stats. To be fair, no, I, mean, I, I, I love the way that you photograph anyway, because it's, it, I, when you look down your account, it's so streamlined and you can, yeah. like a figure stands out from the rest of them or something. Cause you're looking down and everything's, Sort of, um, well, you said it. Oh, it's consistent. You know, you see a figure as you're looking down your page, and you think, "Oh, that's brilliant." And, oh, um, thanks, man. And you know, and that's definitely deliberate the way my page looks. And I, I'm sure you mm. guys have put thought into it too about the way your pages look. Uh, if you go back a few years to the way my page used to look, it was really horrible. Uh, the pictures were terrible. It was just sort of taking pictures of weird things and different poses. But once I sort of found my style with sort of the gray background. So whatever picture I take, I always try to have the gray background so it's consistent with my page. Occasionally, I'll post pictures of stuff I find at stores or even like promoting someone else's page. Yeah. But I only keep it on for like 24 hours and then I delete it so that it doesn't affect the overall look of my page. Even the, page, yeah, even the picture I just posted like a few, you know, today of that figure, I'll probably take that down because it doesn't really look consistent with the rest of my page. I'll probably take it down tomorrow. But yeah, I put a lot of thought into that and making it look you know, very deliberate. <laughs> That's interesting insight. I like, I would never, I never knew that before. You take them down. Yeah, I do. I, I take it down if it doesn't flow with my other pictures. If it's something, especially if it didn't get a lot of attention, 
then it's definitely not worth messing up the flow of my pictures. So yeah, I'll just take it down. Yeah, like I said, when I when I promote someone else, I just keep it up for twenty four hours, give them some promotion, and then just you know remove the post because it doesn't. My page doesn't look right. You know, so same thing with you guys. You guys probably do it too. I'm not sure if you do it intentionally, but every time I go to your page, it's beautiful. All the pictures flow together. It tells a story. You know, they're they're both really nice pages. Well, Thanks, man. Nice. That's too kind. Well, Scott, do we have any, do you have anything final before we uh, we have to say goodbye to Ahsoka for the second time? I, I was fascinated to know actually looking into the the future of collectibles. So obviously we've got yeah. a lot of soft goods. Um, people coming along now do you prefer going down the the cloth suit sort of route or do you want to see figures stay purist going into future with the articulation on show and all that sort of stuff like not trying to pretend it to be real if you know what i mean and not take itself too seriously Uh, that's a great question i think about that a lot because i don't collect too much mezco i don't i have some hot toys supermans um but i don't really collect anything soft goods yeah Uh, just because of that reason I do like an action figure to look like an action figure. Um, I, I, I like to be detailed. I like it, to, especially if it's from a movie, to look like the movie character. But mm. I, I think you really hit us, guy. I don't want. I'm not trying to make this look like a human <laughs> being so much <laughs> because it's an action figure. Like I, yeah. I you know, it's a, it's a toy. I mean, it's it's a hobby I take very seriously, obviously. But I like it looking, you know, like an action figure. I mean, I love my Christopher Reeves Hot Toys figure. I mean. Those yeah. are my favorite things I own. There's a few things. But yeah, I definitely don't... I'm not really into the soft goods stuff too much. I mean, maybe I just don't own enough of it to, to really speak to it. But for me personally, I'm going to stick to the six to seven inch, you know, traditional action figure just because it's the most affordable. And I, I, I'm trying not to, like, segue too much into other things just because, I don't know, I, I need to focus on one thing. I can't afford to buy other stuff. I like that, know, yeah. Definitely, because yeah. I feel like you're in, in a good way. You're one of the most like alternative sort of figure collectors in that regard. Because you see a lot of people, and they've got the latest Mexican figures. That I mean, as great as it is, it just gets boring seeing everybody <laughs> taking pictures of the same figure. Like all I'm seeing at the minute is just Commissioner Gordon or Crown Pl- Prince true. of Crime Joker yeah. pictures, and it, it gets boring. It really does, even though they're cool. <laughs> but now I like to. For me, I'm probably going to stick with what you guys are seeing. I'm going to keep buying old stuff, buying new stuff. Yes, yeah. I'm a purist. You know, I'll take it. You know, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, that's what uh, I've been collecting, and I think that's what I'm going to stick to. I guess there's thousands of figures I don't have, so I... I'll probably be doing this till the day I die. We won't be in That's what I love. You've gone from photographing the new Batman 80th wave to then the Kingdom Come Batman. It's like, it couldn't couldn't be any... (laughs) You know, it's like it's like an Elseworlds tale or something. Yeah, <laughs> like a timeline, a timeline you know, change. Like, there was a point in my toy collecting uh, life where I stopped buying Batman and Superman figures because I had so many. And then, <laughs> like, yeah, two years after I stopped doing that, I just wrecked everything I did not buy. And I ended up buying them anyways. So now, whenever <laughs> I just buy it, I'm just like, you know what? Every figure I pass on, I always really regret it and have yeah. to spend like triple. Out, you know, so now I don't mess around and buy everything uh, like, I, I want. You like the, the reverse flash of collecting, there, exactly. like <laughs> Lord Kronos of collectors. Exactly, you know. No, no kidding, man. <laughs> uh, do you have any uh, big projects we could be looking forward to seeing on your page outside of the? Uh, I'm sure beautiful 
pictures of the new Kingdom Come Batman? You know, nothing I actually have. So I got the Kingdom Come Batman. And actually, it was at this collectible store in Anaheim yesterday, and I bought a the Kingdom Come uh, uh, Dead Man. Ooh, and then oh, I nice. Bought, yeah, he's really cool. Then I bought uh, Mattel Batman, and then the, the rest of the crime syndicate, uh, the Power Ring, and the, I forgot the Flash version. But I bought a couple of those. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm going to have those. And I, I was toying with the idea of launching a YouTube channel. You um, should. Oh yeah, I'd love to see I that. I know, man. It's, oh, dude, like it's just. I'm sure you guys have dabbled in. I'm not sure if you guys have much. I see. Dude, no, you no, can do like. Um, no, you do. I've seen your videos actually. Yeah. Your reviews. Yeah, I know you have one. So I, I actually watched you the other day. So I'm like, how does he do it? And I was like, ah, it's, it's, it seems you like can, a lot of effort, man. You can kill it. You could just take like a figure a day and just talk about what year it came out, what it, like where its storyline is from, because you have unlimited. So it's like, dude, you have content all day that's true i do but i'm telling you go check out brad the dc universe geeks youtube page and you'll see like where i, I look at his stuff and i'm like you forget it uh, this guy does amazing stuff i, I don't know where, where i don't know what i could add i could add value so i don't know we'll see but yeah that's it for me really i'm probably gonna do the same thing just more figures just buying more stuff well, I, nothing big, really. yeah, I love it and if you guys are not again following Ahsoka, you could find him at Ahsoka so the Geek, and he that is on Instagram. Hopefully, he gets it on YouTube soon. That would be uh, that would be very fun, and uh, I think that I think that you would have a ton of content. You could educate people on all these figures that like we get educated daily on Instagram. So hopefully, uh, hopefully, your wife. Oh well, he's gone. All right, so here we go. We'll just do the outro <laughs> from here because it's already been a hassle. Uh, so, yeah, that was Ahsoka. And, again, we want to thank him for his time because, you know, with the new young one, and, you know, that, that alone is a uh, big enough change in one's life to uh, warrant maybe not wanting to come on for 30 minutes to talk about toys, but we thank him for coming on and talking with us and sharing that passion and, uh, yeah, Scott, any final words? Yeah, well, it, it, it's obviously not here to thank personally, but big thanks to him for coming on. It it really does mean a lot. And we know that, as you say, he's a busy guy and he's got a lot going on. So, really do appreciate it. Always good fun talking figures of a circuit. There's no one, there's very, oh, there's very few people out there that know more about these figures than a circuit does. Um, yeah. And as we said at the beginning, he's the encyclopedia of figures. Knows pretty much everything there is to know about <laughs> certain lines of figures, um, but yeah, awesome guy. And big thanks to him for the su- for his support of not only this show but us individually as well. Really kind yeah. guy. Big thanks to uh, Scott for finally wrangling him so we get him back on. Oh, it was you yeah. that got him on in the first place, man. So you built that. Uh, well, hopefully we. Uh, we have a big guest coming up on the next show. We have yet to yes. hear back, but uh, it could be something big. We're hoping we hear from soon. Him or sh- him or her. Don't want to give it away. But uh, yeah, this has been a great show. I love the episode review. We both did, and it's been a fantastic guest. So it's been DC figures and collectibles, where we are such purists that we will throw away a figure that we bought a two-pack in just because we wanted the first figure. I think that I love that. <laughs> yeah, I think that's absolutely fair. <laughs> just give away the Predator. Don't even open it. But uh, yeah, thank you again. 
we want to thank you the audience for continuing to listen continuing to uh, support us and we will talk to you very shortly goodbye